to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 39, and my name's Henry. Chloe. <laughs> and so today we're, uh, hot mic, so we're having a weird thing happening, so. It's gone missing. Oh yeah. gosh, Oops. it happened again. Sorry. Um, it's gone missing. So yeah, Brayden uh, is, um, Missing. Missing. <laughs> so about seven o'clock last night, we he had texted me about apparently Assassin's Creed is not available for rent online, which is so weird. I checked; it's not anywhere. It's you can only buy it. It's, it seems Crazy. illogical, but it doesn't really though, because I don't think anyone's gonna watch it. So why would they buy it? Because someone would be like, "Oh, I kind of heard about that. Maybe I'll watch it." You know, but it's like, "Oh wait, I have to pay sixteen dollars in a way." Mm. You know. <laughs> Anyways. But we have not heard anything from him since about 7 o'clock last night. Oh my gosh, he's here! <laughs> yes! Okay, so awesome time here. Brayden is here. Look the how mis- happy he is. Mystery is solved. <laughs> I um, know. Are we recording right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, so, Henry just always talks like no, that. No, pre- no preamble. <laughs> we already did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we had started, because I didn't know you were, you were coming. I was like, oh. let's, let's go ahead and start. And so we, we did the first minute of the show. I wasn't even that late. No, but we had <laughs> We didn't know you were coming. Um, yeah, so we, we were only a minute in. So Brayden is here. Brayden, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, I braved the snow. It's not sticking to the <laughs> pavement yet, but it, it does look very pretty. I'm yeah, actually surprised. It's snow globes now. It is, it is. I'm actually surprised it's snowing. I mean, because there's constant fear of snow. Right. But isn't today the first day of spring? Or was yes. it yesterday? Yes. yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? I don't know. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, and today we're getting snow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Climate change is not real. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. No, Leonardo mm. DiCaprio is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wrong. He and the thousands and thousands of scientists globally yeah. who have put tons of evidentiary based it's nuts including fake, my fake own news. research out fake there news. yeah fake news yeah fake scientists <laughs> fake data yeah it's all uh, fake fake dads yeah fake dads, <laughs> fake dads too. so um but yeah so we are now that we're all together yeah we are going to be talking about tomb raider and then we're going to be doing a uh, retro review of a Recent video game film, Assassin's Creed, from 2016. I thought we were doing it because they are married. I didn't even make the video game connection. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so it is true. Michael Fassbender and Alicia Vikander are married. But no, I because Assassin's Creed is a video game We can film. say both. It's both reasons. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. They should sense. do a crossover, crossover? sequel. Yeah, that would be And cool. have Alicia Vikander. And what, what would you call it? Assassin's Raider or Tomb, Tomb Creed or Tomb Creed Tomb Creed Tomb Creed, Tomb Creed. Yeah, sounds, the audience sounds awful <laughs> um, and then uh, we have we actually have a good handful of listener questions to talk about so no way oh yeah good good handful and like two three three wow one three. more than usual <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got you know picks of the week not not a ton of news but there is a ton of news about there's tons like what they're remaking my favorite childhood movie with Kate Winslet and James McAvoy, and I could die. I'm so happy. Bed knobs and broomsticks. I'm thrilled. There's loads of other stuff. It'll How come back to know? me. Hmm. I don't know. And hmm. I just told you it was my favorite movie the day before the news dropped. Wow. That's, that's just... I'll save the rest for the actual time. Okay. I'm dying to hear it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. 
Uh, yeah, it is snowing a little bit outside, but it's... Luckily, we haven't had the issue where it's been like a blizzard the night before we record and we have to push it back, so all is well. But, uh, Brian, how are you doing, man? You... I'm, I'm okay. Um, I'm glad to be here, but it's just one of those days, you know, when it snows, you just kind of want to sit at home and have a cup of coffee and watch a movie or, yeah. or read. Or, or listen to a podcast. Or listen to a podcast. Yeah. I did listen to a podcast on the way over here, but uh, I'm having to listen to it on my phone because my, the, the uh, radio in my car is out. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah. So it gets, <laughs> the volume on my phone only goes so loud, so it's a little hard to listen to these things, but mm-hmm. oh well, say la vie. But I was in my car listening to a podcast rather than at home in my comfy chair listening to a podcast. Mm. You were in a chair, though, so two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the linings. You know. The seat versus chair, there's a... There's a there's, There's a difference. No. <laughs> I'm, 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 there are semantics to be argued there. Um, oh, yes. So, one thing. Oh, yeah. Chloe, how are you? Fine. Good. So, <laughs> that, was, that was brief. So, <laughs> so, I do want to mention. So, I we I texted them about it a few days ago. So, we did do one bonus show very early on in the show that's available on iTunes now for, for free. But maybe for April, nothing confirmed yet. Depends on availability, time, all that. Um, We may do, in honor of or in celebration of uh, Dwayne Johnson's Rampage video game film, maybe a a bonus show on past video game films like maybe the first Tomb Raider or Resident Evil, whatever. I mean, there's a ton out there that we could do, So, um, which would be available on Bandcamp. Um, but nothing confirmed yet. If anyone has ideas, feel free to send them our way. So this, uh, whether or not we do that episode is more dependent on my pain threshold yeah. for watching horrible films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll keep you updated, uh, but that's a potential idea for April. And so look forward to that. <laughs> Other than that, uh, y'all just want to get going, get cracking. Yeah. Sure. Okay. A kid offered me his skin. <laughs> he asked me if I need any skin. That was nice. <laughs> is this guy like the psycho killer? The, no. The guy? Yeah. I love him. Is this, is what? this Buffalo Bill? No, he's what really he's really I little. And I was wearing a sh- shorts to uh, work at the pottery studio. And... He like was like, oh, what are those? About my surgery scars, like uh-huh. my old ones. Uh-huh. I said, oh, they're just like I had surgery. He said, oh, do you need my? Do you need some skin? <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, and you can't I've, give it to me. I've anyway. never been asked that, especially Isn't by that a odd? Child. Yeah, no. I know. Bless it's really heart. weird. Bless it was heart. really sweet, I guess. That's very strange. Very odd. <laughs> I felt like it was worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, was this kid like a burn victim and had no. skin grafts? No, not that I know of. He's super cute. I think he's just really sweet and doesn't understand, uh, you know, anything. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, okay. Well, with that said... <laughs> really, you should bring that up after having just watched Red Sparrow. Was that last week we did Red Sparrow? I didn't we, watch we, it, Brayden. I was in before. Mexico oh, well. with Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. I, think she, I feel like she's... And Billy Burke. We saw a movie preview with Billy Burke, and oh, now yeah. you know who he is. Brilliant actor. Okay. Yeah. The dad from Twilight. Um, don't, okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that was a great moment. Felt 
Yeah. Great, great <laughs> friendship moment. So uh, I guess we can just move on to our review of Tomb Raider. And we have a clip for this one, so take a listen. That was Dan's. Uh, yes, Miss Croft. According to Richard's will, in the event of his death, I was to give it to you. Karakuri. Japanese puzzle. Um, technically speaking, you're meant to sign the papers first. I could never understand your father's obsession with those things. Wouldn't believe how many of these were lying around the house. There was going to be some purpose to it. first letter from my final destination. But you didn't leave a letter. <laughs> Alright, we're good. Alright, so... We don't trust you anymore. Sorry, I had a little technical <laughs> difficulty there. Uh, so Tomb Raider is directed by Roar Uthaug? Yeah. Is that, is that how you say it, I guess? Yep. And stars <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Vikander, Dominic West, Walton Goggins, Daniel Wu... Kristen Scott Thomas. That's about it. I, I until extremely recently, thought his name was Walter Goggins. I think that's what a lot of people think. It's like, what is that called? What is his name? Walton. 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 Yeah. yeah. Walton Goggins. What's that thing called? Like the Berenstein Bears thing? What is that called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mandela Effect? Is that what it is? What? You don't know. It's like where it's possible that we've all, we go through parallel universes. <laughs> Things change. Like the Berenstein Bears is actually spelled like the Berenstein Bears something. But everyone's. And I think it's the same with Walton Goggins. Okay. Alright, so. <laughs> Sorry, really settled. Henry's been fiddling with the yeah, no, controls here it's and really all loud. The, Yeah, it's, everything's super, super it's loud. It's really going now. to crap today. <laughs> How about that? It's that good. Good. Our tech guys out for the, <laughs> for the day. Yeah. Uh, so everyone the, else knows what I'm talking about, by the way, with the Mandela effect. Okay. So the plot synopsis <laughs> is just trying to get through this one. So Laura Croft, the fiercely independent daughter of a missing adventurer, must push herself beyond her limits when she finds herself on the island where her father disappeared. Terrible synopsis. Is it? Yes. Not. I mean. Not, Terrible. Not, not the worst we've had. She's like, well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. She doesn't find herself there. Keep going. Anyways, just keep going. Anyways, <laughs> so this one, yeah, so it's based off the uh, ongoing uh, Tomb Raider video game series. Uh, and there were the Angelina Jolie films from, I guess, 2001 and 2003, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, so... What did y'all think of Tomb Raider? Um, Should I go first, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> Chloe's the bonafide Tomb, Tomb Raider fan. Yeah, exactly. No, I do like Angelina Jolie, though. Lots I, I, of fun facts I, I, about her. I think she makes a good uh, Tomb Raider book. I've never seen it. 
with well, her. You might get a chance to if we do it's, this. No. That's not worth it. Oh, okay. Really? Okay, so I thought I was, like, going to hate this. Like, I was not excited at all. Just, like, the least excited I've ever been, probably, for anything. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe dentistry. But anyway. Dentistry. Right. <laughs> Me too. Professional or amateur? Yeah. <laughs> amateur. Amateur dentistry. <laughs> but anyway. But I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I thought she was super good. Loved her. She tends to annoy me. I really, I used to really want to like her, and I just couldn't. Now I actively like her. So how nice is that? Why, why did you just It's a Saoirse Ronan thing. Huh. Who was also up for this role? Ooh. I, yeah, that'd yeah, be very odd. That. I didn't want, want to see her. So. No. Yeah. Except she's, she's closer to the... How old is Lara Croft supposed to be? Because in the flashback, she's like two years old, and they're like seven years later, she's 30. I mean, so I think she's confusing. mid-20s. Something yeah, she's like supposed that. to be I mean, early, mid-20s. She, she says she doesn't go to college, so I think it's probably, like... Well, there's a, post, a lot of time to not go to... She was, well, like, like, a post, like... 12, 13, 14, when her father disappeared, I think. At least I get the impression. They never yeah, really, then she'd still be 21. All you know is that there's a seven-year lapse between when, yeah. when he disappears and then when she goes to this island. Anyway. So... I think it could have been a lot more, um... A lot uh, more everything. I don't know what the... Darn it. <laughs> this is why Braden goes first. <laughs> it could have been a lot more um, detailed, I guess. Not detailed. They could have put more Complex. effort. I think it could have put a lot more effort into the details. So a lot of stuff didn't make sense and it annoyed me. It was distracting. Of what? Like, the dad had a picture of himself on his desk. That's okay, very that's odd. tiny. So, <laughs> tiny thing. Yeah, but they all add up and it's distracting. Especially when it's based on something that's, like, aesthetic and detailed and blah 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 sure. yeah. you know yeah mm-hmm. not that i know that much about the game but there we go yeah and some of the dialogue was just terrible i think the just, script is the weakest part of the film the script is definitely just it's, terrible it's, yeah it's horrendously weak but so much of the film is oh i think i like it more than brayden what the heck yeah that's weird what's I, happening yeah well i she uh, was just so cool she was yeah. good and she cried and she was like, "You're stupid." I don't understand the new trend with like, Brilliant. with like daughters uh, rescuing dads. It's weird. Two weeks in a row. Mm. But sure. Anyway. Well, I, uh, yeah, well, Chloe, you and I saw this together. Yeah. Uh, last night. And I, I mean, I've played. Oops, sorry. I've played. Uh, I think two of the games over the last few years, and I, I do like. I like the concept and the character, and it was cool to see some of the action sequences that. Are clearly done to try and replicate the kind of the physicality and technical aspects of her getting from one place to another. Like if something needs demolished, she needs to go this way or that way. So I like that part of it. Um, but I actually enjoyed the movie a good bit. I didn't love it, but I thought it was. I thought there's the middle chunk that I was telling Chloe about where she there's a boat crash and then there's a. I guess it's kind of the midpoint of the movie where there's a plot twist. I thought was awesome. Just the jungle, everything in the jungle was yeah, great. It's kind of a survival movie. I did not know. Yeah, so it's, I thought you were going to just be jumping from thing to thing, getting I don't know because you know a video yeah, game. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about it, aside from a few of the tiny plot points, it really doesn't feel like a video game movie, which is good. Really? It, no. I mean, if it just, I thought it did. Well, I mean, I absolutely um, thought it did. I mean, it it feels like a a kind of an action blockbuster to me. Like, it's not... Yeah. I mean, of course, you can pinpoint some things, but for the most part, it plays it 
just like relatively normal blockbuster stuff. A little goofy, of course, but um, but like uh, it's I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It's the second half. I wasn't as crazy about. Yeah, I got a little snooze. I started thinking about what I was gonna have for dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the stuff, in, and it's unfortunate because the stuff in the tomb is the least interesting. I think. And, yeah, me too. Uh, which is unfortunate because that's the t- in the title. But everything in the jungle I loved. I think Alicia Vikander was great. Yeah, she was. I thought it, all the action sequences looked great and felt pretty inspired. And really liked Walton Goggins. I liked the simplicity of the plot. And for the most part, there's very little mention of it. it for uh, long stretches, it's just her surviving. So I was, I was in. Not a masterpiece, but I think it's pretty solid. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, I will say I quite enjoyed the action sequences that were meant to replicate or, or represent or, or whatever the uh, the action, the gameplay, and the in the video games, the sort of platformer. Have you played it too? No, I haven't actually. I played the first one a little bit and didn't much care for it. It's not my cup of tea. Uh-huh. But they're platformers, they're puzzle games, it's a lot of jumping and and uh, solving puzzles and things like that. Oh, that's cool. Which, uh, to a certain extent, it, it, the film replicated that gameplay experience a little bit. And, mm-hmm. I, and I really like the sequence where she's on the big, rusting out World War II bomber. Yeah, I love that. Uh, over, over the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I really like that. That was, well. that was actually pretty, you know... Uh, I don't want to say terrifying, but it, you know, filled you with a sense of dread and anxiety. I thought that was really good. Uh, the standard action sequences were, by and large, pretty awful. Awful. I gotta say, awful. In the two. The gun, the gun play, and then oh. and the fisty cuffs and all that kind of stuff. Very. I like the white I, I, I like the mud fight. What is fisty that cuffs? Was, that was okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I. It was okay. I mean, they do a good job of, you know, uh, grappling MMA stuff, you know, but every film is doing that these days. There's yeah. nothing, nothing new there. I mean, I'll, I'll agree that the gunfights are relatively standard, but I, I mean, just starting from the beginning, I like the bike chase. Yeah, I love that. Bike chase was great. Yeah. I like the boat crash as it, once it kind of got well, going. Again, the boat crashes, anytime that, that she's pitted against nature in sort of her survival mm. thing, that, those sequences were, were done, I think, fairly well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to remember Roar Ruthow, the last film that he did was The Wave, which yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I haven't had the opportunity to see it. It's on Netflix. I went to see it before, it's good. before today. But yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. And it's, it's an interesting concept, you know, fjords and something happens and big waves and uh, people get washed out. So it's kind of like a, tsunami film but not a tsunami film it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 an interesting concept and it's, it's supposed to be very fairly well done so he knows how to do that but the action sequences you know all the stuff in the tomb i found kind of boring all the weak. puzzle stuff I yeah found weak boring. puzzle stuff oh well goodness. there's no context given at all for the puzzles yeah, what the know. hell are they it's just sort of you see laura playing with things and then she says now i can open the tomb and you yeah. kind of go but i mean there's there's not even a cursory explanation given as to what those puzzles are. I know. Mm-hmm. I oh, wish... it's an ancient uh, Mongolian beggar's puzzle. And this is, it did this, and nobody, only two people in history. Yeah. Have There's no context. That's given a kind of, yeah, that kind of took me out of it as well. Yeah, I don't like, there could have um, been so much. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, they could have just been a little more, I can't think of that word still. Like, I mean, like, if. <laughs> <laughs> because it just tried a little harder to make things work. I mean, you know? if, if it had just been in the jungle, I would have been like, this movie is amazing. Like Jungle with Daniel Radcliffe. 
Right. <laughs> but no, even um, if, literally, even if she was just sitting at a table doing, like, a Rubik's Cube for fun, like, mm-hmm. even just that would have helped. Like, anything like that to show that she was interested in that all the time. Well, she, yeah. well, she, well, she was. There are the scenes where she's fixing, like, doing the twisting well, she's things sitting in the, on the office. Boat, but again. No, that's, yeah, but that's more purposeful. I'm saying that's just, like, in her nature oh. to, like, do stuff like sure, that, yeah. you know? Like, but there's one guy one time who's like, oh, you're so smart, why are you a courier? And she's like, ha-ha, and that was it. Like, I wish they had delved a little more into her. Because it'd be easy, just nuance, just put in little bits more of intelligence, you know what I mean? she's so smart, you know, she has difficulty with with some other puzzles and can't can't figure them out until somebody else points out to her. I forget which puzzle it was. So much of this film's already gone out of my head, because it was (laughs) so... Um, but, uh... She has difficulty with the puzzles. She goes to Hong Kong and can't speak the language. I like that, right? though. I didn't mind that. I like that. It showed a lot about her character. I like that she wasn't perfect. Yeah. And I like that she was trusting. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if you, you know... If you double Betray her, her trust, she's over you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked... I really did like the character, and I thought Alicia Vikander really carried the film, like, yeah, on... I mean, ra- which she probably literally could do, because she's uh, so strong. She, she gained... <laughs> strong. 12 she, pounds. Yeah, of muscle, so... Crazy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll agree that um, the stuff in the... Tomb. The tomb, I didn't hate it, but there were times where I was like, oh, I just would much rather her being out by herself yeah. in the jungle trying to survive. Um, but I, I, mean, I there, there were, it had a few moments. I liked the, like they tried to explain the whole curse thing, at yeah. least trying, which I, I kind of liked that little twist. I thought that yeah. was good, but I mean, I in terms too. of, in terms of what the writers <laughs> did with the script, that was it. Yeah, they said, exhaust. here's our little twist. And then they, they wrote that bit. And then they say, okay, we're exhausted. We can't do anything else. And they just phone it in for the rest of the script. Yeah. Uh, I I don't mean the rest of the script from that point on. I mean, like, everything leading up to that. And then you have the twist. And then everything after. And it's just horrible writing. I agree. There is no character development. It's awful. Hmm. Like, Well, yeah. Well, okay. You get... Uh, you get Alicia Vikander, and there is some character development with her, but she's fairly one-dimensional. No, there's not much. It's just, yeah, there's not I much. I just like her, though, so she's yeah. fine. Well, she's fairly <laughs> one-dimensional. It's just, I, I must find my daddy. I must find my daddy. Well, right? no. You know, I mean, that's... There's nothing about her, her, her inner turmoil struggle with, you know, do I do I take over my father's empire doing, I guess, antiquities? Who the F knows? I'm not sure. He owns a 2,000 businesses. I'm confused. Right? Yeah. It's I very don't confusing. Well, I mean, is it like some sort of holding company or something? I, don't I know. love that Derek Jacoby was in it. Oh, yeah. For a minute. Cool. I said, oh, that's my cool. God, I'm in all these Derek little British Jacobi? cameos. Yeah, he was the, what do you, yeah. I don't know, the lawyer. The lawyer. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, He's that British fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obsessed yeah, yeah. with him. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I liked Nick Frost's cameos. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick Frost was great. Uh, but yeah, I knew when I saw Derek. Jacobus, like, you know I was going to freak out. It. Yeah, I was losing. Um, I said, keep it cool, keep it why cool. Do I know, why do I know him? Because he's amazing and perfect. I mean, he's, he's been in everything. He's been in, I mean, most... He's a very famous Shakespearean actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's also, right now, he's in that show Vicious with Ian oh, McKellen. No, Vicious is over, so over. don't okay, make well, me cry. Was, it's like my favorite okay. show he, in the world. He, he pops he up in a lot of stuff Since now. Cinderella so. Braden, that's probably what you know him from. It's actually a really Each good movie. Now, it's like the only live-action Disney movie I like. That's really Cinderella. I haven't seen any of It'll make you cry. It's so good. Uh, what? But yeah, so <laughs> I I agree about the character development being not great, but also like 
I would say 90% of blockbusters are about on this level. Like, I don't need yeah. for an, an hour. I think it was kind of short. It was like an hour and 50 minutes or kind of less. Hour it feels short. No, it wasn't. That's yeah. not true. Well, the, the full runtime is two hours. Just, I think it's like an hour 59, one, one, but yeah. then you cut out the credits. Really? And it's yeah. like an hour it was, it was 15, under, oh. just slightly under an hour but, 50. But that makes me think less of it. It yeah. felt long. Hmm. But it's, I don't know, I mean, I didn't have as big an issue. I mean, the performances were good enough to where I didn't really care that much. She was so good. Like, well, she, I, I thought Walton Goggins was good. And uh, the he was father okay. Was, the father was good. I kind of yeah. like Walton Goggins. I like him a lot more I liked, I like the Lurin character. Yeah, I really I, liked him. But you know what? There's no, uh, there's no explanation given to see who these guys are. There's nothing to help flesh them out. It's just sort of Walton Gog, Walton Goggins is evil, creepy, bad guy shows up and says, "I'm Walton Goggins. Look at my facial hair. Yeah. I got a gun and a satellite <laughs> phone. Uh, oh, I know what it's like for you. You must be straight because you know you're here to find your daddy. And he's been out without you for seven years, and I've been here by myself for yeah. seven years. And I have two daughters. Yeah. And then that, that, that's it. That's all he says. There's no, there's no difficulty. He doesn't struggle with. Oh, Laura's finally found her father. Maybe I should step back and allow them to to go home, be family. No, he's just like. Kill, 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 shoot some guys, kill, kill, kill. I'm a sociopath, look at me, you know. There's no, so it's no inner turmoil or anything. And then there's Lou Rin, which don't even get me started on him. I love him. He should, don't well, hate. No, I like the character, but he's so just nothing. Laura shows up and he's on a boat drunk. And he says, uh, my daddy took your daddy over the sea and then my daddy disappeared and the boat disappeared with him. There's nothing about, uh, I regret Seeing you here, I'm so angry. Your father made my father just... There's none of that at all. And then they get captured by the bad guys on the island. And he just immediately picks up a shovel and starts whacking at them so Lara can escape. Yeah, he's a nice guy. There's no... There's no, there's Chivalry no reason. Is not <laughs> there's no reason given as to why he would do that. There's no nothing at all about, you know, oh, why he's so unstintingly loyal to her all of a sudden. Mm. And Braden, it's just, Braden wants a movie just about their uh, travels at sea. That would be cool. <laughs> I would absolutely watch that. I, I'd rather but see I mean, a movie about her courier life. Yeah, that, I know you. It's like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Go watch that movie. Premium oh, Rush. Oh, uh, yeah. Premium Rush? Premium Rush, oh, yeah. 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 He's a bike messenger. With Michael Shannon. I should yeah. re- we should rewatch that. I bet it's good. I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, which yeah. is a while ago. Me neither. JGL. I should look at my yeah. dog right now. It's really cute. My dog. Mm. She's she's That'll out. translate well. She's out. <laughs> she's passed out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll agree that it's not great, but for me, I just, for the most part, I was still entertained, and I, I liked some of the visuals, and I liked the action. I'll agree that the script is pretty weak. I mean, it's written by yeah. a first-time screenwriter, or at least one of the writers is, so it kind of comes through, but I, I mean, I, I like the setting enough and some of the ideas enough that... And the score was good, done by uh, the guy who did Fury Road and uh, some others, and Batman v Superman as well. Mm-hmm. So I um, didn't... I don't remember the music. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a brilliant score, but I, I liked some of the music. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's not a, an amazing film, but it's better than a lot of the other blockbusters I've seen, just in its simplicity... And there's not a ton of exposition all the time. It's not to the point of being mind-numbing. 
uh, and everything. And so, sorry, we had a little weird technical <laughs> difficulty. <laughs> you stuck with you stuck with it for about five seconds. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sorry, we're can't losing do it. it over here. We're losing it. You give you give our tech gremlins a day off. And <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. So I think we're okay. We had a little weird like techno like. Thing. So it was very danceable. Yeah, you should just release that. <laughs> yeah, go, go two, viral. Two and a half yeah. hours of that. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody knows what the last thing that was said. Yeah, let's not worry about it. Yeah. But, um, I'm Team Alicia Vikander now. Yeah. I mean, so that's she's, nice. She's she's awesome in it. And oh, Brayden and I both hate the Danish girl, but really like her performance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, very I mean, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the movie either, but she, I think she's great in it. Yeah. I think, it, I think the movie, that movie looks good. I think, Terrible movie. I know, yeah. but I know, I, I don't love the movie. I'm God saying, awful. I'm saying it looks good visually. Yeah, I like yeah. the director's style. That won't do it, yeah, though. the aesthetic, but you know, but the story. Terrible. Ugh. Terrible. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. But, um, but I mean, I. Totally be down to see a sequel to this. So yeah, you know they originally wanted to cast Kristen Stewart as Tomb. As yeah, Tomb as Lara Croft. Yeah, mm. isn't that weird? I mean, she's done some good work, but I don't see her. As yeah, I, I, I've come around on her. I don't think she's as bad as she's yeah. still. If you actually see her in the interview, she's still the most inarticulate <laughs> dipshit. Next to but, me, <laughs> but she's a, she's not a bad actress. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Cara Del. Delavine, Delavine, which I could see a little more, but also no. But also, yeah. no. I mean, she was good. In, she kind of brought something to Valerian, which was good. But yeah, I don't think I. She would just know. annoys well, she, me beyond her, repair. I'll never like she's her. She's not a good. I don't know if she's a good actress. I haven't seen her in anything that she's actually been good she's in. She's good in Valerian. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Valerian and Suicide like Squad is really not. She's that not. She's not great in Suicide Squad, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not that much of a resume. Yeah. Yeah. She's also just an annoying person. Henry and I got in a fight about. Uh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Wow, so fresh. It came right to his mind about Amelia Clark. Really? Yeah, because she just seems like the the rudest person I've ever really seen. I don't know that much about her other than well, you know, I love Game of Thrones. I love me some Graham Norton. Every time she's on it, she just disparages her fans and everybody else, which is just odd to me. That is odd. (sighs) I know she dated Seth MacFarlane for a time. Did Did she? Yeah, she did. Oh my god, that is so interesting. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know what to do with that. Gossip. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you both knew and I didn't. Yeah. So, uh, is there much else to say? Y'all have... Uh, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it was just entertaining to me. Not not much... I had dreams about it last night. Did you? Yeah. Cool. Well, in that vein... Alicia Vikander haunts your dreams. No. No? No, she okay. wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the river. Like, when she falls into the river, I love that. Mm. And then, yeah, then that whole sequence, um, and I did, like, oh, yeah. the reaction after the, let's just call it the mud fight. Yeah. Um, the mud fight, yeah. reaction to yeah. having done done that, that mm-hmm. was good, and her performance was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, she definitely carried it for sure. If someone else had been in it, probably wouldn't have been as good, but. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a voice like that. Like, Mindy Kaling has all those voices, too, where you can, like, just sound like you're crying, because, like, that, I don't know, I can't even do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think so. You can like Rasty break your yeah. Thing. You can yeah. break your voice. I just wish I could do that. Yeah, she's yeah, she's good. Uh, all right. Anything else about tomb 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 Yeah. So uh, out of five, I'll go a light four. Really? Yeah. It's, wow. It's 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 
much more entertaining to me than the majority of the films I've seen this year. So. I mean, it's better than most video game films. That's not saying much. I agree. Um, I give it two stars, one for Alicia Vikander and one star for some of the middle middle film action sequences. The planes. That. <laughs> yeah, the plane, uh, the parachuting. Oh, parachuting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was that good. Was the plane. That was, I mean, the boat scene. Yeah. That stuff I thought was... was pretty well done but you know the fisticuffs the gun fights the that's all very what is fisticuffs <laughs> fisticuffs <laughs> fighting pugilism uh, i had no idea the sweet yeah. science you know oh. the kind of put up your dukes oh <laughs> i think i would know but... i'm gonna say that to someone see what happens put, put up, up your, your dukes. dukes man come on <laughs> pick wisely <laughs> yeah so uh chloe did you give one five okay <laughs> five <laughs> why not for me, that's fairly tame. Probably your first five. I was no, say. no, solid five yeah. in a while. So, just five. Cool, five. Okay, <laughs> just five. Just All right. five. Not out of anything. <laughs> not, not stars. It's just, just five. Just five. Yeah, five. <laughs> just the number. Yeah, just five. But like really prettily done. Like mm. callig- a calligraphy five. You know. Sure. And like done, mint green because you have a done, candor. Yeah, done in a cool like pen. Yeah. Like with the cool pen. I, yeah, we have a lot of those. Yeah. At the off-supply store. <laughs> My 12th job. <laughs> so, okay. Well, with that done, I guess we can move into our retro review of Assassin's Creed. And we have a clip for this one as well. Go figure. And So take a listen. What is this? I'm sorry, Carl. This is not the way I like to do things. Don't do it. your past. Listen to me carefully, Cal. You're about to enter the Animus. What you're about to see, hear, and feel are the memories of someone who's been dead for 500 years. Synchronization achieved. Commence regression. Uh, Alright, so... Assassin's Creed was released in 2016 and is directed by Justin Krizel and stars Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillier, Cotillard. Cotillard really? Sorry, sorry. She's my fave. Uh, she's awesome though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Irons, Brendan Gleeson, Charlotte Rampling, Charlotte Rampling, Michael Kenneth Williams. That's about it, I think. Nah. Who else is the in guy it? who's really an up and comer? Oh, that young guy? The yeah. young starlet? Okay, Sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. What's yeah. his name? Callum? No, that's the character's name. What's his name? I don't uh, know. Uh, Dennis Michaud? No, he's in the new uh, Fantastic Bees too. Callum Turner? Oh, it is Cal. Nailed it. Good job. Nailed it. Good job. Because Cal is the name of Michael Fassbender's Yeah. Character. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, okay, so the plot synopsis is Callum Lynch explores the memories of his ancestor... Aguilar de Nierha. Nailed and, it. And <laughs> the skills You're of, just butchering all kinds of languages today. And the skills of, uh, it's equality. Gates the skills of a master assassin <laughs> Ooh, pop mic, before taking on the secret Templar society. So this one is also based off of... Templar. Pre- yeah, based off a of pretty uh, 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 best-selling video game series, which is my favorite. I've even played it. Oh, really? Several times. Yeah, Only I, in French. I have not. I don't play... Stuff on the 
systems anymore. PS4, Xbox. Oh, really? I don't know how any of it works. Just yeah. the kid I babysit. Sad to that. Well, he's not the kid I babysit anymore. He's like 17 now, but... But... When... <laughs> I don't know. You could still sit on him. <laughs> My God. Terrible joke. <laughs> I don't even Brandon, know. do you know what's going on in our society? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, this is my... I've played, I think, pretty much all of the games. And I, it's set, for the most part, in various historical settings, like the Renaissance, Revolutionary War. I think the most recent one was Ancient Egypt. Um, and so, it really indulges in giving you, quote-unquote, real history while incorporating its own story. Um, and it is about a, a relatively futuristic society where there's a device where you can kind of relive the memories of your ancestors, and this particular line of family is assassins who kind of fight for free will and other kind of progressive I- ideas. Apples. Correct in, yeah. in society and, <laughs> and and culture, and so this one, um, like pretty much all video games ever, didn't get the best reviews and didn't make a ton of money. That's an um, understatement. I really liked it. Spoiler really? alert. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. Oh God, sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw in theaters. I loved. It. I said, you know what? Maybe that thing where I punch the air, like. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was at least. I mean, it's apparently still possible, but there was supposed to be sequels to it. They really set it up. Tomb Raider also set up for sequels, but this, well, actually, both of them really set up for sequels. Well, I mean, this, yeah, Assassin's Creed was, was like, screaming for sequel at the end of that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. With the new crew, I liked it. Yeah, Um, and so I, of course, I'm slightly biased because I do love the games, but I definitely have rewatched it a few times since with a little more of an objective opinion really i mean i i think the movie like tomb raider's not it's definitely not perfect and it has noticeable flaws to it but i think the action sequences especially in the historical settings are amazing i think it looks amazing it's the cinematography is by the guy who did Macbeth, which justin curzel also did with both of yeah with my class under my um, cool yeah the first uh season of true detective and amazing. so I, yeah mm-hmm. uh so great cinematography. The score is incredible, um, which is the brother of Justin Curzel. Um, But I agree the idea of having 75% of or 80% of the story take place in the dark, drab, modern day, and only a, a short part be in the historical setting is completely wrong. It, that should have been switched because everyone who plays the games knows you just wanted to spend time in Florence and, you know, during the Renaissance rather than in a dark. Well, all the modern day stuff, I still, you know, I still find it remarkably confusing. I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's definitely not fully coherent. But. No, it's not. I mean, it's. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. I mean, it's basically what these said. This Assassin's Creed organization mm-hmm. is intended. They're they're protectors of free will, whereas the Templars and this whole church society, what they're doing is trying to remove free will from people in right. an effort to make a more secure, peaceable society. Yeah. So, because they figure removing free will will somehow prevent people from crime, from, from carrying out crime. Yeah, I mean, I just in terms, I mean, it's, of, terms of creating a more conservative, restricted society. Well, I mean, that's that's a hell of a leap of, of logic there to, to say that removing free will is going to... Well, I think it's just more of a, a kernel of an idea. I mean, it's... Yeah. 
but they're what they're. I so I guess what they're Wait, doing. Why doesn't it make sense? With this animus machine, is they're trying to figure out the genetic markers that that link to free will. I mean, in terms of like and the people who took the those were a part of those events and trying to fix it and to correct. And so, what's the the little <laughs> apple doohickey? That, that is, it's pretty. Yeah, I mean that's from that's from the games, and so that's kind of like something you just kind of I guess have to put in there, I guess for fans. But it is like a almost like a spiritual kind of um, apple fruit. Yeah, that is kind of like just a representation of who has the power, pretty much. And so it's it's of, of course it's, it's like the Bible, Raven. And so well, I thought they actually had some sort of explanation, like when they decoded all these these genetic markers that had something to do with free will. Yeah. Which they, I guess, they did it somehow through this animus machine mapping genetic history of these people in the Assassin's Creed, right? And then they take these genetic markers, and this is what they put in the apple, right? Yeah, I mean, it holds. Let's say, it, I mean, it's of course completely ridiculous, but it does like hold information. Yeah, in that sense, yeah. I mean uh, that uh, that I can I can kind of get behind. Okay, suspension of disbelief, but I mean just some of the leaps in logic that they that they that they make in the film are even greater than the. Did you like Annihilation? Leaps from rooftops. <laughs> I did like Annihilation, <laughs> but uh, very different type of thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, the plot for and then there was all the stuff of Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Well, what's his father. That's his father. Yeah. Who killed then, his mother. And I mean, so there's this whole weird backstory about them and what went on with they that. They explain it pretty yeah. well. I mean, it's, it's a messed up family and they, <laughs> but they one ends up becoming the other pretty much. That's yeah. like the adopted Gleason. He loves Donal. He's made like three movies with Daddy Gleason. You know? Cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> all. <clears throat> Uh, I guess the Irish, they're all Irish, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll agree there's plenty, especially in the film. I mean, if you play the games, you might have be able to piece a few more things together. But, I mean, for the most part, the plot, maybe it's just because I, I just have gotten to the point with blockbusters where I just don't care as much about plot. Like, it's all that is ridiculous for the most part. And I just, I'll, I'll agree it doesn't make perfect sense, but... I think there are other elements that are interesting about it. It, it. it at least takes risks in the ideas it's trying to approach and the kind of the seriousness of certain subjects. And so, well, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because Blade Runner, what I really liked about Blade Runner last year was the fact that it tackled this, the notion of free will. Right. But I think it, it did it in a much more circumspect, thoughtful way. I'd agree. True. And this, it's like, free will is in your genes. And if we take that out, then no more crime. And so it's just some of these, again, the, the, these, these yeah. sort of big jumps in logic. And the, the notion that free will... Pulling a Chloe right now. Yeah. That there are genetic <laughs> markers that, that designate free will. It's, it's just, that's weird. Well, in a sense... It's the case, but it usually manifests in the opposite way. Like, if your frontal lobe gets damaged, then you don't have control. So it's kind of like an inverse of not having free will. Because you... Yeah? Yep. 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 So, <laughs> no, I'm not done. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to, to I mean, wrap my head around. I mean, I'll agree. It's not 
nearly as thoughtful as it could be or even as it is in the games but i feel like it's a it's interesting enough just that there's an idea like that in a blockbuster mm-hmm. like i mean I'll, I'll take that over a bunch of the films now that are completely bereft of yeah, ideas I and mean, it's, it's it's i mean it's definitely clunky at times and not fully thought out but for the most part i just didn't think too much about well, the, if it fully made sense this, so, this bothered me less than than the less sensible parts of Tomb Raider because Tomb Raider is more based in like plausible plausibility than plausibility yeah is that or, a, well, or grounded in reality yeah so well, then this the is, is like you said suspended I mean I, I see where you're coming from it's sort of it's sort of a precarious thing is because uh, Tomb Raider the plot is it's it's boring I mean the concept is boring uh, oh my daddy's lost on an island I gotta go find him okay I, oh, I know I, found I wasn't him. here for that either Oh, I found here, here, here he is. I did not now, like the dad. Now let's go raid a tomb. Which was I her mean, dad in Testament of Youth, if I'm not wrong. That movie with Kit Harrington. Mm. Oh, good movie. Co-star of good, good uh, Amelia mm. Clark. I hated it. Really? That was boring. I, yeah, boring. So okay. boring. Did you like it? I don't think you saw it. Was that the, was that the Chelsea? War one? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love see it, but that. Boring. Um, <sighs> but, I mean... But the... But that's a boring concept, but it's more easy to sort of, oh, okay, I can get behind it. She's looking for her daddy. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> as opposed to the Assassin's Creed thing, where it's it's more of a daring concept, but, but because of that, there are more sort of glaring holes in terms of the plot. I mean, it's it's difficult. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you reward them for taking chances right. on these larger ideas and then mishandling them? Right. Or do you get behind a film... That even though the concept, the plot is boring, just just dull, lazy, boring. Brain uh, loved it. <laughs> but at least, at least, at least, because it's so flat. Yeah. There's not major gaps. Hashtag I mean, relatable. See, yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you see, you see, you see the conundrum there. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I I agree, but I mean, I again, what what, what were some things like? What did you think of? other elements of, of it of assassin's creed yeah i really did like the cinematography yeah um you like that beadwork on those costumes found yes. the, oh most definitely thoughts so. the beadwork was, was awesome the, the, that's why i watched it yeah well i mean the the costume and production design in the crazy historical settings the historical are amazing settings, that was that was pretty good yeah was, that was fun to watch um i wish fassie was nicer in the movie yeah. a little more relatable not really. I just you know. Well, all the modern something. day stuff. Not relatable, but uh, it gets so confusing. Like who are, who are all know. these guys? <laughs> nice, basically. Well, who are all these guys yes. milling around this Not massive complex? Well, they're all descendants. They're of all the, descendants. They're of all the important. assassins. Yeah. And so if they're and so they're, they're all essentially training these guys by putting them through the animus, yeah. and then they give them free reign to walk around this. Yeah, facility. but they like can't. Like Michael Fassbender's like the only one who like. Some he's like the strongest. He's like the only one who's been able to properly accomplish it or whatever. So the rest of them are yeah. And so I mean they're all just descend- fooled me because they all whip out the chop socky moves at the end of the film and are like well I mean they're all they're oh, all fifty security guards 50 with cuts. guns. I don't care. I'm gonna kick their ass with a little knife. Well, you know. Well, I mean they're all still <laughs> they're all still trained in that in those skills. But Michael Fassbender is the one who is kind of above them in terms of skill. And strength. Okay. I mean, it's, it, again, plot holes, but, like, it's, I don't know, I feel like those are just kind of a, just a basic groundwork 
and you can just kind of go with it. I mean, also, aren't really they all just, supposed to be, like, inherently depressed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all kind of depressed, kind of criminal-type people. Okay. And so it's just, like, this is kind of their last chance for salvation, yeah. pretty much. And they're like, oh, free food. Yeah, Someone free else food. will do my laundry? Sounds, I mean, sounds fine to me, honestly, yeah. right now. Yeah, what you eat? Maybe. Yeah. Don't know about that. They recommend the chicken. Yes. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, I... Again, there are, if it indulges too much in those characters, I'm a little bored or slightly confused. But for the, I I love the action. I liked I liked the the concept well, is interesting to me, and so I I'll say this: the the action sequences were more interesting in this because of the the constant movement. Mm-hmm. It wasn't static like in Tomb Raider, where the the you know other than the little escape scene, which is mostly gunplay, Assassin's Creed, it's sort of this running. Yeah. Rooftops mm-hmm. and down into the building and then back parkour. up on the building mm-hmm. and all the parkour. And it's, and it's all like practical pretty much. Yeah, eighty yeah. percent practical. And that was that was really cool. That being said, while I did enjoy that, I thought part of the whole concept of the games was that if you're an assassin, right? Bunny bunny ears yeah. quotes here. Part of the whole thing is 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 sneaking and stealth. And all that, right? And it, isn't that part it, of the game? It, it it does. But I mean, I would say, I mean, there's the beginning sequence where they are wait, they are slowly moving to the target stealthily, and you know, there's yes. the guys. He's staying. <laughs> he's, you know, they're moving through the crowd. They're you know up on various rooftops. Yeah. Then yeah. they and then usually, in, at least in the games, that happens, and then you have to fight or run away. Right. And so, at least to me, that makes sense, but. That'd be a funny video game if you were just sneaking literally all the time. There are games like that. There are games like that. No, actually. they're not yeah. great. Were you just tiptoe? No, they're actually supposed to be really good. There's one that's not great. I played. I can't remember what it was. Were you called, just tiptoe? You don't. Yeah. yeah. There are games that you can play in. I you don't can, like that at all. You can go. <laughs> Somehow that's more scary than like more like, creepy. Pure combat, or you can just stealth through the whole thing. But uh, I mean, the, the, it would have been more interesting if they had incorporated more of the the stuff. You know the. Uh, the stealth thing. I agree. But then again, if it's a major blockbuster, then they've got to bank as, as yeah. hard as possible on yeah. action sequences. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the... Which is um, what they seem to do. Yeah. I mean, I love the uh, uh, escape sequence in the middle, the mm-hmm. where they're about to be burned. Yeah. And then they escape that whole... I mean, they were... Yeah, the, the the action sequences. I think That's, all of them. I mean, them, that, I'm just saying that one in particular. I the movie's the, growing on Braden before well, my very car, eyes. You got the car chase. <laughs> no, the action sequences were good, mm-hmm. and I like the cinematography. But the the, the plot, the story, so many gaps, and so confusing. And then, uh, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, all the, the the bits of the scenes where it's <laughs> you know Marion Cotillard going, oh, he's synchronizing, and you see Michael Fassbender hooked up to this giant. I yeah. metal umbilical cord cool. thing flipping through the air. Yeah. I like and that. Ghost specters. Of, I like that too. Yeah, yeah. I thought that like was that? goofy. I was watching. I was going, oh my god. I thought god. it looked awesome. Yeah. Oh my like, god. The scene where the scene where there's there's the uh, mirages, I guess, of the various assassins around him. Like I loved all that stuff. I don't know. I think I found it all. It, I found it refreshingly different from a lot of other blockbusters. I found it rather goofy, but oh, I mean, it's it's understandable, it's but goofy. it's. It, it is. It's, oh, it's totally goofy, but I, I just found it yeah. in terms of the direction and the lighting and design. I was completely in for that. Yeah. I mean, and I, Henry basically has the same wardrobe as Mike Fassbender in the movie, so. This is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could be one of these guys easily. 
They just need to get beanies, you know. Yeah. Beanies. Man, I I put one in my jacket pocket, like the only one I own, to like, you know, as a joke, so we could all match today. Okay. I changed jackets and I forgot my beanie. Damn. So sad. And it was an ombre of basically the two colors of your guys, so it would have been really good. Hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I, again, I loved pretty much all the visuals aside from some of the just kind of repetitive repetitiveness of the kind of drab, dark. Well, yeah, well, the, the, the modern environment yeah. was pretty blue. Yeah, and so, of course, if they ever do a sequel, hopefully they'll learn that. You kind of switch. Gonna. I know, but if you do, if you like switching the locations in terms just visually, but and I'll agree, there are certain p- parts that drag or. But I don't the. You're right. I'm just checking the thing because I'm nervous. Now. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think we're all right. I, I can't do this again. What? Oh, the uh, <laughs> you're afraid it's going to go back into techno. Yeah, bat, bat, bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but there are just the other elements of it. I found refreshing and, and different. I, and I think it's just better directed than most video game movies. It's It looks better. It's, well, it's acted better. That's the thing is, I mean, you, you compare these these video game movies to the stuff that came out in the, in the 80s and 90s, and everything, techni- technically everything is better, but they're still just not good movies because of the, the, <laughs> the stories are so sloppy. Yeah. I mean, if they could get some people to write better... They should just go for the fan. They should look through the fanfic, but, but and also, find the best, the no, best writer. <laughs> no. no, but also no. like I'll, I'll I'm just, not educated enough. Breaking just at a moment. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll I'll just make, try to make a point. So, I mean, like what block, but like in terms of even like comic book films, what blockbusters have good stories? I would not be able to tell you almost all of the Marvel films. I would not be able to explain the plot to you. Probably some of the Marvel, some not all, some. Of the Marvel films have very good plots. Now that being yeah. said, all of the Marvel films, they don't have outstanding plots, but they have solid plots. The writing is solid. There are no major, like huge, disturbing gaps that you fall through in terms of the plot. The dialogue, I think, is more solid. The character development is a little more interesting. The the characters seem more fully formed as characters. Well, they've had a lot more time. You understand? Yeah. About well, you understand films. <laughs> You understand? Well, if they're doing this, then, you know, why, like, Tomb Raider, why is the Lou Ring character so, again, so steadfastly loyal? I like him. I like the character. Because he's a good, that's how I would act. He's he's stuck on an island. But why is he all of a sudden so inexplicably loyal to Lara Croft? Because they went, they Other almost died Alicia together. Vikander, she's so she's pretty. Because he's into her. <laughs> but, you know, no, he's, no, he's he doesn't her. do that. Well, they don't, no, he's they don't. not. Yeah, there's the, they make a joke about on the boat before it crashes. About, I'm um, on a boat. He's like, yeah, he's like, smi- like yeah. smiling guy. And she's like, bye, Lou. No, they don't. Yes, they do. When she goes down the little ladder. They're just friends. No, she. He's, they're just friends, Henry. I, I don't think so. That's stupid. There's some chemistry there. There's, there's they're just friends. There. Lou Ren is planting the seed. No, he's not. They're There's just some chemistry there. It's gonna, it's gonna blossom into romance no, in the next film. They're just no. friends. That's one good thing about the movie. There's not. There's not. Yeah, romance. no romance. Yeah, no. no thank God good. for that. They're just so. friends. All right. Boys geez. and girls can be friends. I agree. Ah. Look at us. <laughs> We're all buddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I 
guess I can see that, but I don't know. I just maybe it's just like I've said before. I don't care about plot almost ever, just because I know it's almost always going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, well, it's if you're sci-fi. At these... The Assassin's Creed is sci-fi, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's part sci-fi, part. I don't know what he would call um, it. It's a weird mesh of sci fi historical action. Actually, action. Doctor Who. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Doctor Who's better. Um, Doctor Who's much better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like the performances. They're decent enough. Uh, again, the, I love the score. It's just, it's all right. It's it's solid to me. It's it's it's, it's, it's different to me. It's it's refreshing. So hmm. even though it's it's noticeably flawed. Yeah. No, I mean nowhere near as good as Macbeth. But no, you need. Macbeth you should really, you should really watch Macbeth. What is true? Nothing's Macbeth. You know, if it's a, well, I like Hamlet better than Macbeth, but I love the Bard. What can I tell you? Now you're just comparing apples and apples. <laughs> That'd be a good uh, uh, bonus. Show. <gasps> can we please? Oh my god! Shakespeare. I would die. I basically just do that on my own anyway. Yeah, we please. Bray and I please. can like we'll just show up and we'll just leave, and you can just have the whole. Please let <laughs> us do just, that. You oh can hear God. us breathing in the background on yeah. occasion. Okay. I'm obsessed. So we'll have to find um some time where there's a Shakespeare esque film. I'll find. Out. I'll do it. I'll okay. do it. All right. Ophelia's coming out, right? I, I probably not until fall or winter. But yeah, we'll do it. Oh my God! We'll do it. Chloe's closing it. I am. Um. But yeah, uh, it's... 1,700 words he created. How crazy is what that? A, what a guy. Man. What a, what a trooper, you know? Uh, <laughs> what a trooper. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would love for them to make another, although I, I find it doubtful. They're not gonna, but that No, let's, cool. let's, let's cross your fingers. But... It was both critically and, and <laughs> physically pretty much a dud. Yeah. yeah. So. Well. They try. <laughs> uh, Alright, well... Uh, out of five, unless there's anything else y'all want to mention. No. I'll go with four. Really? Yeah. Man, you're th- very pod, very up on these. Well, I mean, well, because, <laughs> yeah, for one, I'll say, since I have played video games in the past, I am at times just a little more forgiving. Yeah. Um, and also, even for if they're very flawed, I'll usually give them a pass because at least they at least try to be something different. Like, Warcraft, not a great movie by any means, but at least it's this cool high fantasy film. Yeah. And it has huge orcs and stuff. Like, I'll take that over... Orcs. Fucking the mummy, or whatever. I didn't even know orcs were, like, a thing before uh, Bright. Lord of the Rings? I had no clue orcs were a thing. Orcs have been around since Lord of the Rings. And I'm not talking the films, I'm talking the books. I missed them. You missed Lord of the Rings? Yeah. And I read the Hobbits, the Hobbit books a bunch, or the Hobbit a bunch. Mm. The Hobbits. The Hobbits. Hobbits. But yeah, so I, I, I'll, I'll watch this over a lot of other kind of summer blockbusters. So, for better or worse, so it's a four for me. And I do love the games, so I'm a little biased. Chloe. She's shrugging. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> See you. The height of my fasty love that it came out. I feel like that might influence it. That you told me it's terrible and now I'm having issues. Both we might not be terrible. And I also understand that Michael Fassbender should not be the determining factor in how I feel about the movie as a whole. <laughs> well, but some cognitive dissonance over here. Yeah, been there. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'll say three and a half. All right. Brain? I'm to two. 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 All right. 
I'm just uh, I'm just dying to have this video game show. So, it's gonna be great. <laughs> so confusing with the plot and the major gaps in the plot. I'm confused the- about why this is the one that gets you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. It's you seem rarely to have that much of an issue with the with plot in terms of gaps. Really? Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Just when, when have I ever said, oh, I don't care about glaring potholes? No. Just now. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, uh, well, we, well, we won't worry about it, you know? I'm confused now. Yeah. Aren't are we all? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so those reviews are done. So Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. So I guess, well, Chloe... There are, were some new trailers, like there's new Infinity War trailer, and then Sicario 2, which I actually think looks awesome, but... I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of torn, because I love the first one so much, but it's, it was it's, more sort of cloak and daggery type stuff. The thing I is, mean, this not one, spies necessarily, but it was more sort of like people playing yeah, uh, one against the other. Well, I'll say, I mean, it, it is, so it's written by Taylor Sheridan, who did write the first mm-hmm. one. Um so at least they'll have that. Well, Soldado but, looks more adventure filmy. Looks yeah, more action filmy. Well, I think what they're doing is since I think they did announce a third one, mm-hmm. the first one before they even had idea for a sequel, I guess, is the kind of preamble to a quote unquote war. The middle chapter, the Soldado, is the, the all-out war, and then mm-hmm. the third one, I'm guessing, maybe the picking up the pieces, the response to everything, reasserting his control over the Mexican underworld or something. Yeah, like that. and so I, I mean I. Probably not going to be anywhere as deep as Sakar the first one, but I mm-hmm. think it does look cool. But um, other than that, Chloe, so what, what was it you wanted to mention? I can't find it. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> what were you talking about? When? The, at the beginning of the show. Ben Lapps and Broomsticks, of course. Yeah. So what's what's going on with that? What They're is- making one. Okay. A remake <laughs> of the best, the best movie ever made. Cool. So cool. we'll see how it goes. Has McAvoy? Yeah, he's going to be so good. Oh, my God, he's perfect for it. He's perfect for it. All right. And Kate Winslet's going to be so good, too. All right. I All wish right. I was the right age to even try to get cast, honestly, <laughs> for anything. Yeah. Just any... I mean, I'm sure I could be something. Mm-hmm. Anything I would do. I'd be a trash can, like... <laughs> a literal trash can? Yeah. Clothes, like, duck, like, kind of, like, crouching, like... Yeah. Trash. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. Be a movie. metaphor. Have either of you seen Ben Lobs and Broomsticks no. with Angela no. Lansbury? No. no. Is there a Blu-ray? God, I don't know. I only have it on VHS. Damn. This is the best movie ever made. Alright. <laughs> Enjoy it. You're welcome now that you know. Okay. I recognize the name, but uh the title, but beyond that I have no it idea. It is just so good. Cool. I can't f- remember or find any of the other stuff, so I guess that's about it. Alright. There was... Ugh, I'm so mad at myself now. There was definitely other stuff. Oh, well, I mean, you'll think of it. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> right when we leave here. Yeah. That's what always happens. There's a Mr. Rogers documentary coming out. Good. I'll see it 12 times. Of course. He's of course. the best person ever. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Better sure. than McAvoy. <laughs> For sure. That's saying something. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, any any other kind of news-like topics y'all want to talk about? Edgar Wright said that. That Spielberg. Ready Player One is, yeah. He said Spielberg is the, the master of blocking action scenes, which yeah. I'll agree to a certain extent. But, yeah, so Ready Player One is next week, so we'll have to see how Is that, that what it is? 
next, next week? I think so. Yep. Oh, oh, wait, no, sorry. Week after next. This coming week is... Oh, it's Pacific Rim... <laughs> what am I supposed to do this whole week now? It's Pacific Rim next, the, for next Wednesday, and then the following Wednesday, it's Ready Player One. Who's yeah. doing Pacific Rim? We are. Well, no. Well, I was going to say, actually, so Steven Soderbergh's new iPhone film is out this weekend around here. Oh, that that's one? That's supposed to be good. What? You know, the, yeah. uh, it's Unsane. It's scary, right? It's like, oh, a, it's like an iPhone yeah. psychological thriller. That's out this weekend, so we could do that, too. Or... Instead of, but we'll figure out. People don't want to hear that. But I want giant robot films. I know. <laughs> we don't have enough of those yet, so. I mean, I would say, I would say, let's actually do Pacific Rim, but Guillermo del Toro didn't even helm this one. So. Yeah. But, Quiddick, what is this? That's the Sorry. JFK film? Oh, yeah. 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 Shows yeah. how much I know about that. It doesn't look great. But Shocking. All right, well, I guess. Oh, yeah. that one. The one. No, the one about the Kennedy person, not JFK, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was terrible. Uh, all right, well, I guess, well, since there's no not much news to really discuss, I guess we can just move on to listener mail. There's a teaser trailer for Michael B. Jordan's Fahrenheit 451. It looks really good. <sighs> good. Good. <laughs> we'll check that out. Uh, okay. So, ooh, hot mic. So, uh, we'll... Move on to some listener mail. So, the filmbuds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us, and also on Twitter and Facebook. Always love hearing from people, especially now that we have announced the, or potentially announced the um, bonus show. You can, again, feel free to send us uh, ideas for that or, or ideas for other potential bonus shows. So, anything you have to say, please let us know. And rate us on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, rate us on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, do whatever. Live your life. Tell oh your friends. God. Wait a second. Was Alicia Vikander actually in Tulip Fever? Yeah, yeah, she's the main character. Oh. The movie's not great, though. I thought that was Cara Delevingne. For no, she's no, she's in, in it. it. She's she's in in it. it but the cast of that movie is insane. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I know. Judy Dench. Dean DeHaan. DeHaan. Hand. It was supposed to be absolute friggin' garbage. Well, I, yeah. I think it was supposed to be awful. It was put on Netflix last uh, yesterday. Or was it the day before us? It's not. It's not horrendous, but it's not great. I think it's it's one of those films that like it's so easy to pick apart. Everyone yeah. was like below average, and so yeah. it just got shot down to the bottom. And it kept getting mm. it kept getting st- like the release kept getting stalled. Yeah, about it's... like literally for a year. Mm-hmm. Like, which is not gonna make anyone want to see it if it's. Yeah, so trailer it's for a year. Not not a great film, but not a complete train wreck as it was made out to be. But anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> we both thought something terrible had happened when Brady went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Please don't. Yeah, no, I forgot that Trump she was said in something it else. Well, well, I mean, that's I, nothing to be surprised I know, by at this point. Just the the. the nasty crap that he spews on Twitter, but... What? Trump? Everything he says? Oh. Yeah. Okay. What were we talking about? I, I'm back in. Are you thinking of James McAvoy? Or? <laughs> How dare you? Never. He probably doesn't even have a Twitter. James McAvoy is perfect. He's great. <sighs> Gee whiz. Well, that's Gee exciting whiz. news. What? Mike Judge might bring back King of the Hill and... <laughs> Do another Beavis and Butthead movie. Oh, good. I like Boomhauer. Boomhauer was always my favorite character. Yeah. Sounds like our the part we recorded that was messed up. Yeah. Yeah, so, 
Let's, so the first one here. So this one is from Tim in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, hello, Tim. So haven't heard of that place before, but I've heard of Sarasota. I've been. I was to talking about Florida, but oh, nothing. No, nope. mm-hmm. that was a joke. But... <laughs> I've heard of Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just seeing if that one would land, but clearly no. no. <laughs> I mean, how how have people not heard of? I mean, Walt Disney World. Come on. We'll move on. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so uh, he says, Dear Film Buds, I've been thinking about the saturation of film video essays, amongst other subjects that have been filling up many of my YouTube pages over the last few years. Some seem somewhat interesting, while others look like complete nonsense. Have any of you ever tried watching any of these videos? If so, which ones? And if not, why? Really like the podcast. Timothy. It doesn't say Timothy. No, it says Tim. It says Timothy. Yeah, Timothy. 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 <laughs> Are those like what is like what? the explanations that like? Yeah, we know those. Like, Donnie Darko. Mean video film video. Actors? So you know those ones that are done by just random people about a certain director or a certain type of film on YouTube. That's like analyze this these shots here, and it's like it's kind of a uh. almost like a, a it is a literally a video essay on a certain director or filmmaker or. Whatever. I never like there's, there, like there's. I there's don't called, even know about these things, and I should tell you everything you yeah. need to know. There's one called every a series called Every Frame a Painting, which is all about oh, like, that's cinematography great. and things like that. But um, just it's along those lines, and it's, there's plenty of other subjects that has have the same formula. But film is a very easy one to to do. I mean, that's that's stepping back. That's a whole meta aspect to this which I don't even pay attention to mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I feel guilty enough as much as I enjoy this I feel guilty enough doing this which I feel is like adding to the whole <laughs> films, film and an analysis zeitgeist but I mean this is we barely do any of that to be fair <laughs> uh, good yeah. point um, I'm just here for the company yeah. <laughs> pretty much that's why I'm here I yeah. enjoy it it's, it's it's a fun way to I enjoy I do enjoy discussing films, but I never would have thought that anybody would actually digest it. And you're everyone's this, favorite. Yeah, Brian, you're you're the you're the big. I don't I don't understand that. I think don't it's listen the voice. to me. Don't listen to me. Go I think away. It's the voice. Yeah, that that's also it. People love that. Yeah. Okay. People yeah. love to be told. Should go on the radio. Go on the radio. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched any of these things. I'm sure some of them the analysis is good, but. But some of it strikes me as just like pretentious hoo ha. Well, no, not everybody. I mean, some no, not everybody. Talk about, you know. No, I mean, I, as I said, I mean, I'm sure some of it's good. Pretentious hoo ha. <laughs> some of it's people who actually know what they're talking about yeah. and, and have some good analysis and, and actually uh, a sincere love of film. And I'm sure some of it is just just bullshit yeah, and self aggrandizement in a. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a way to, to earn a quick buck by, you know, having monetized videos on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, so. it's for me, there, there have been a couple of watch that people have showed me that are fine, but I just really hate YouTube stuff. Like, yeah, that. like it's just like 95% of them are done by these like teenage dweebies who, you know, like stop hating oh get their word. Good for just them. Get off on like this kind of, like mansplaining what they think Lolita is about or something. Ew. Yeah. It's, well, you it, lost it, me there. Or, I was or, really on the side of these Or it's people. like, you know, explaining, oh, this shot in uh, Spielberg's E.T. Uh, hook <laughs> is a metaphor for this. And it's like, 
here, let's analyze, let's spend 10 minutes on this. And it's just like stuff that's like, who cares about this stuff? They yeah. do. Yeah, that's like, I like having mystery in. Henry, leave people, you don't have to watch the video. I know, but oh, I'm saying there's there's a, this oversaturation, like he said, there's this oversaturation of all these things that is like completely, almost all of it is meaningless. Well, I mean, that's a, that's, that's Make the your issue. own interpretation. That's the issue that's with what social they're doing. media. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're saying, no, here, Fincher, this is what he means, and this is his style directly. Uh, like, it's... I don't know. Blurring. I'm not that... That's, well, not that's that. the issue with social media. Is, I mean, it's a democratization of, of these things. It's, yeah. It makes this kind of stuff more accessible. Whereas yeah. Before, this was strictly the realm of, like, academics and critics and people like that. Now, anybody can do these kinds of things. Which is good. And put it out to the public, which I, I'm all for greater access, mm-hmm. uh, greater exchange of ideas, but at the same time, what is the background of these particular people? What are their What are their credentials? Well, who cares? Why, you know, I why should... Well, I, I guess the point is, why should I listen to them? Yeah, it's like... like well, you have to look but, around. But, yeah, you have to be discerning what you yeah, look at. it's not like you watch every movie because you like movies, right? Yeah, no. So, there you go. Uh, Will does. Will, Will does. does. Will yeah. watch anything. Will he does. just loves film in all its varied yeah. forms. And I do too, but Will's like, will literally see everything in a theater. I like that. Point. Me too, though. Will yeah. loves almost everything. <laughs> He didn't like Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's, really? That seems yeah. very strange. Dang, that is shocking. That was that was that was peculiar to me as well. Usually, but usually, he's like with these movies. He's like, it was a lot of fun. He yeah, really, he really liked Red Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so his but taste he likes like, he likes he likes like those spy times. movies anyways. But then but then he didn't he didn't go in for Tomb Raider hmm. at all. Yeah, strange. Well, yeah, I don't strange, know. Strange man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone else who's seen it. So. We all have I mean, we all have I mean, our I personal don't. tastes. I mean, yeah. you know, a lot um, of subjectivity involved. But it's just it. like there's 50 different ones about analyzing the films of Christopher Nolan or Fincher, and it's just like well, who, which one should we listen to? Which, like, I mean, if it's done by a doc, like a doctorate student in film, maybe. Oh, please. But then also, again, like like you said, okay, but you're just the film school, like. I mean, I think it's I think it's good to have options and to find. I, agree. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I well, think it might be difficult to navigate, but I think it's worth it to find things you're interested in. You could say the same thing about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, right no, now. I, yeah, I, that's, that's, I, yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. That's the yeah. irony of it. What we're doing right now <laughs> is not you something. Bring that up. Yeah, I know. you know. Um, I mean, the bottom line is these people are free to to make this content unless there's something like horrendously. How beautiful is that? Horrendously. Uh, yeah, uh, offensive, offensive and damaging. Yeah, then they're free to make this content, but I, as a potential consumer, have every right not to consume it. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Is is there an oversaturation, most likely? Do you actually have to pay attention to it? No. Yeah. And once you find something, you know, it's the same thing with, like, author, like, books, you know? Yeah. You gotta read some terrible passages to find a book you enjoy and then you do and you say oh my gosh this author has three other books how nice is that yeah and then you're happy for well, about thing is there's two t- weeks and they have to do it again there's tons of there's tons it's of books like, out there it always it never ceases to amaze me how i'll i open up my my little tablet i've got a barnes and noble nook tablet thing you can get the e-reader <laughs> full of surprises and uh <laughs> 
you open it up and you look you look at the at new novels being released and it'll have a few rows of, of actual legitimate novels, some things about historical figures or historical yeah. episodes, you know, always something about World War Two or the or the Civil War, the American Civil War. And then, you know, some various, you know, uh Chrissy always, Teigen's new cookbook. Yeah, there's always something by James Patterson. Yeah. He's, 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 he craps something out every couple days. Um, <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> but um, after about two or three rows, it's just pages of romance novels, yeah. right? Fifty Shades. Uh, not even that. Not even that. I mean, it's... <laughs> Oh, God, I don't know how they put this stuff out. It makes it's just some pages people and pages and pages happy of romance Raven. novels. Yeah, and that's the thing. Doesn't hurt anyone. People are free to consume that. I don't care for it. I don't consume that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's just a. Uh, it's it, like how I feel about eggplant. Hate eggplant. I don't like eggplant. Metaphor. <laughs> Man, if you, uh, if you go to Japan, they eat a lot of eggplant. They know how to prepare it well over there. It's good we've, stuff. We've had this. My first time on this show, we discussed this because I was, I was gifted an eggplant by a boy named Shu. That's right. <laughs> Classic moment. I remember it well. Yeah. Man, they, 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 they do grilled eggplant over in Japan. Yeah. Tasty, tasty stuff. Tasty stuff. All right. <laughs> you should try grilled eggplant. I hate it eggplant. Might cha- it might change your mind. What do they call eggplant in England? Egg. No. What do they call it? It's a totally different word. Crap. I don't think they call it crap. No. (laughs) Can I have some crap, please? Um, It's like aubergine. Is it aubergine? Oh, yeah. It's aubergines, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought aubergines were just another type of eggplant, though. Well, maybe they're the only ones they have. It's exclusive to the UK. Yeah, aubergine. Um, You can't have our eggplants. It is a species (laughs) of nightshade. You are correct, but... That's what they call it there. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't mean to be so come off as so cynical, but there's been times where people have showed me videos of a certain film that I love where it will completely deconstruct and be like, this is what it means by that. And I'm just like, but it ruins it, it for me. Why is it ruining it for because you? Because then, oh, wait. You have well, to be strong in your convictions, no, Henry. what if I had a different idea? Well, then fine. Then well, it should make you... See, if I watch well, that, it, like, gives me energy to be even more, which unless, is my issue in life, to be even more... Uh, it's like, like, this, like yes. this, this, like this, like this piece of imagery in this like surreal film. Yeah, that's this is what he meant by that. And it's like, how do you know? Like, yeah, I, well, unless you know, and, unless the director or the screenwriter. Well, we are taught in school, Shutter Island style. We're taught in school, even if everything, if it's a subjective piece of writing, an essay, you still say you don't say I think. You just say what it is mm-hmm. because it's insinuated that it's your opinion. For you are the one who. Authored yeah, it's the understood piece. that it's your opinion. To them, to. two plus two equals fish, pretty much. Like, it's just complete... He like, didn't listen to a word I just <laughs> said. <laughs> well, they're, they're, welcome, they're welcome to their opinions, but, I mean, unless a director says something, and I think that's part of why a lot of directors don't speak about their films, yeah. is to allow a certain extent of freedom... Yeah. I used to always think it was, it was nonsense that people would try to analyze a piece of art or analyze literature because you never can understand fully what the author intended. But at the same time, now, you know, as I've gotten older, I don't know if I've gotten necessarily any wiser, but as I've gotten older, it's I've sort of started to understand that I think it might be intentional on the part of, of, of producers of, of mm-hmm. art, artists, writers, directors, what have you, sculptors, that they they That's leave... Me. 
<laughs> they leave a lot of room. They might have an idea that they're trying to convey, but they leave a lot of space yeah. in terms of the analytical uh, context or the analytical room because um, oops, God. They, they know that people are going to... Don't, don't smash your watch over there. <laughs> My kid's babe, yeah, I know. But ah. um, they leave a lot of that space because they know that people are going to analyze these things and they want to see competing ideas. They want to see people have some sort of discourse about this. Yeah, that's it. My, <laughs> I like my art shows. Henry was at my most recent art show. And people kept asking me, like, it's, like why I did whatever. And I said, uh, just open for interpretation. Just mm. because there was no thought behind any of it. Mm, <laughs> like, <very> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just people's faces. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's the other thing is sometimes artists have no intention. And other times they have a very, very but, specific intention. But even at times... Well, I don't point- think you need it. Absolute intention. Yeah, well, I mean, it's different well, with film, though, obviously, because so much, you know, that's years and years and years or whatever. Yeah. But, like, with, like, painting and stuff, you just, like, you're, what's in you just comes out well, I mean, whether I'd say you with want even to or not. Film at certain times, you may write a script and not know exactly what it's about, but it may be interpreted a, a lot and kind of in an interesting way. Which not, happens a lot, I feel not like. Not always, but that it can be a good thing. Just I not. think what if I were to watch any of these things, what would separate a good one from a poor one is somebody from the get-go saying, this is simply my opinion, here are my credentials, I'm just a film lover, or I'm a a doctoral student in film at NYU or whatever. But explain who they are, what their context is, what their background is, and at least approach it with some humility. This is is my understanding, this is my analysis. Mm -hmm. It's not the the end-all, be-all. If they present themselves... In a, in a really, really sort of pompous way. Yeah. Well, this is my analysis, and I am absolutely right. Everybody else can just go to hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of <laughs> it's you. Like the real brain and approach. That's the, that's the issue. A lot of them <laughs> feel so objective mm-hmm. and so, like, that's trying not... to be factual about what they're saying, right? And, as opposed to opin- opinions, right? No, it's not. It's not. Don't that's that's bullshit. That's my and that's my issue. Yeah, that's bullshit. I agree with you there. And I mean that's that's the issue is that's where you have to be discerning if you wanna if you wanna consume any of this stuff, which you don't have to consume any of it at all. I don't. I frankly I didn't even know any yeah, of this stuff I've, was I've, out I've there. Yeah, I didn't watching. know that was really I didn't know that was really a thing. I watch anatomy of a scene, but that's by like the director of the scene, so that's a yeah. little different. That that I find like on a special feature on the Blu ray but on YouTube. But Those are on the YouTube. That's how I watch well, them. I mean, on the YouTube from originally from <laughs> The place, but if it's the YouTube YouTubers, I think I watched one about tubers. I think I think when I was in like middle you school, potatoes. I watched a bunch about Donnie Darko because I was like, "What the f?" And that was the only time. <laughs> Why is there a rabbit? <laughs> basically, <laughs> what is with the rabbit? Basically, I wanted uh, to know everything without doing the research myself. Hmm. So there you are. That's fair. Yeah. Classic Chloe. I still don't quite know it. <laughs> <laughs> so many options uh, yeah. but yeah I mean it's I have stayed away from them now I mean if you like them that's that's fine but they're, they're what was Tim's even question what if, was even his question if we Who watch knows? them what are uh, our favorites if not why and so we explained well my favorite yeah. and my least favorite is anatomy of a scene because that's the only one I know if that applies every every frame of painting is the only one that I've that's I've watched that I've kind of enjoyed that hasn't been overly uh, uh objective yeah or bo- like boringly objective. I'm not, I'm not saying film school is any better, but just be be smart. 
be, you know, be nice. Be nice. And be don't smart. be, yeah. Yeah. He was kind, Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from The Help. Yeah. The Help? The Help? The, help, the book know? and then the movie. Kind of, yeah, and the movie. He was smart. Who is it? Octavia Spencer's? In the yeah. Yeah. And um, Viola Davis. And Viola, uh, okay. And, shoot, somebody else. Oh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, she's, a, she's in that? Yeah. yeah she's, always, she's awesome huh. in it. Before she was like a, you know, big thing. Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard as well. They're both in it? Yeah, she yeah she plays the bad guy. That'll trip you up. Yeah, that'll trip All you the up. Hollywood redheads. They look a lot alike. Yeah, yeah. Isla Fisher's probably she's probably playing the trash can in that movie. Oh, <laughs> 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 be a fun movie. What's next? So, someone plays a trash can. <laughs> Anyways, oh, well, that, there's actually a. Uh... <laughs> Here we go. No, there's a Samuel Beckett play. I forget what it's called. And the two people, it's like a post-apocalypse, post-nuclear apocalypse kind of thing. And these two people are live in trash cans. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? Yes. I read the I play do back know what you're school. talking about. Not, is, not crazy. I read it in college. But you could play trash can. I could. No, well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I read that as well. But that's not the whole play. Then there's people playing chess, right? Yeah. It's a chess play. Yeah. Yeah, it's a chess play. All right, next question. <laughs> okay, so thanks for the email, Tim. Uh, shoot, here we go. <laughs> All right, so this one, the name is amazing, and so I'm going to leave it off, but this is from Twitter. Okay. From, from Twitter. So uh, this person says, Hi, all. I, while I may, <laughs> while I'm, <laughs> I'm maybe a little late in asking this, I figured I'd ask you, what are your favorite or uh, prettiest Roger Deakins films? He just won the Oscar for Dang, Blade Runner question. 2049, but has been nominated many times before that. Thanks for the show, Cantuna 69. <laughs> <laughs> Cantuna wow. 69. Cantuna 69. <laughs> Interpret that wildly. Listen. I don't even... What? <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that is the equivalent of a film video essay. <laughs> but it's, wow. awesome, it's an awesome Twitter name, so go go for it. God, he's done so much. Yeah, so Roger Deakins, he did just win for uh, Blade Runner 2049. Um, but he is incredibly well known. Um, he's done a lot of Coen Brothers films, but just to name some of his big ones, he did Sicario, which we just talked about, Prisoners, um, Skyfall, the, one of the most recent James Bond films. Our actual favorite, The Assassination of... Jesse James looks incredible. Yeah, um, he was a cin- cinematography yeah. consultant on Rango as well. <laughs> of course he was. And, I mean, no wonder it looks so good. <laughs> um, he did No Country for Old Men, Jarhead. A the, Beautiful Mind. The, the Village, Beautiful Mind, um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, um, Kundan, the Martin Scorsese film. And uh, he did The Big Lebowski, right? Big Lebowski, yeah. Pretty much all the Coen Brothers films. Barton Fink. Um... He did Unbroken, the Angelina Jolie film, True Grit, uh, Revolutionary Road. I love that book, and I love that movie. Yeah. He did Doubt with Meryl Streep and... Don't love that. Philip Seymour oh, Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the the biggest one. So he's been nominated, I think, 14 times total, and the, mm-hmm. he won for, Blade, for... for Blade Runner. Um, so, which, so, good question. I mean, he's my 
favorite cinematographer. I'll see anything that yeah. he does, even if it's me too. I have no interest in the movie. And I just love the way he looks and acts and talks. I'm just kind of obsessed with yeah, him. He, yeah, he's kind of like quirky. He's a rock star. Yeah, he's just like yeah. I'm just like yeah. Yeah. he's like scratching his cheek. I'm like oh yeah, yeah. He's cool. I love him. He's a cool guy. Uh, but yeah, so for me, I mean, Blade Runner 2049 is an obvious one. But yeah, it, and if you don't haven't seen many of his movies, just look online and like type in Roger Deakins cinematography on Google Images and you can be entertained for hours. Yeah. Yeah, so. True. Uh, but for, yeah, for me it would be Blade Runner, Sicario, Jesse James. Yeah. No Country for Old Men. Skyfall is a good one. Uh, oh Brother Warth, though, definitely. <laughs> just everything he just said. <laughs> I mean. And then. Jeez, mm, what hasn't he done that I absolutely love? Yeah. Good God, I'm looking through his whole, his whole, he's done damn near everything for the friggin' Coen Oh, and Fargo, that's a big one. Fargo? Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, he did Fargo, which I love. He Mm -hmm. did Barton Fink, which is one of my favorite Coen Brothers. Oh, uh, Shawshank Redemption as well. Yeah, he did Shawshank Redemption. Uh, That's like a proxy. There's an echo in this room. He did did Thunderheart, which is a spectacular film. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, You should see that. Val Kilmer, 1992. Uh, yeah, very go home similar, and watch it. Very similar in some ways to, to Wind River. Mm. Oh, um, that's on something now. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. I might rewatch that. Uh, he, good lord, he's done. Ton. He did How to Train Your Dragon too. Oh, I think he was the cinematography consultant on that. Uh, crazy. Yeah, uh, uh, Ringo's one of my favorites. It looks amazing. Probably Ringo, best looking animated um, film. I did, I mean, my he's done movie. tons of stuff. Holy. Carol. <laughs> Brain's losing Brain's his yeah. mind. <laughs> no, I mean, he, the, he's done a bunch of stuff that I don't know, but I mean, the things that I do recognize are absolutely outstanding. Doubt was was a good film. Doubt. Uh, I know some people didn't like it here, but that's It's <laughs> um, just like my two least favorite actors. Amy Adams? No, Meryl. Um, Meryl Streep? You don't like Philip Seymour Hoffman? Oh, no, we've got... We've... Have we never been over this? Oh, yeah. No, he's one of the best actors of... <laughs> was one of the best actors. I would agree. But. Uh, oh, he did The Reader. I haven't, I haven't seen The Reader. That's a dope movie. That is an intense oh movie. Oh, my God. I haven't seen it. He did Sid and Nancy. I was going <laughs> to... Who was that? Tim, Tim Roth was? I think so, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, The Reader's up there. Oh. Revolutionary. But I like his more simple, you know. Mm-hmm. He did... Very... They're very... I think, a but, Beautiful Mind, A Serious Man. A Serious Man, great film. Yeah, but I, I think... Serious Man's Lebowski, not my favorite. I think Jesse James is actually probably my the favorite. The man who wasn't there. He has so much that to work with. Oh, yeah, there's some great shots in that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, True Grit, The Assassination of Jesse James. I'm waiting for Brian's phone to die now. <laughs> no, I've got tons of charge. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but, yeah, he did Prisoners with... <laughs> looks... We said all of this. I know, but I'm just reiterating. <laughs> I mean, the, all those films are so outstanding. And the things with Prisoners, at first, I I don't know if I knew going into it, but like that it was him going back and rewatching it. It looks incredible. It does for for like a dark it's mystery. Distra- well, yeah, you get distracted by the you know plot the, and characters at first, and then yeah. you're watching. So well, like, all those Dennis Villeneuve films are just yeah. so astounding in terms of the cinematography. Yeah, I mean, they're just as films. Mm. They're so remarkably well-rounded. Yeah. The story, the characters, the acting, the writing, the cinematography, the production design, everything about them is so 
yeah, thought full, out. Yes, it's exactly. It's very comprehensive, yeah. which is what I like so much about Blade Runner. Is right. I mean, it was a remarkable amount of, of material like that he had to work with. Yeah. And then the fact that it all fits so seamlessly together. What what astounds me is I think it. This is why I don't watch really the Oscars anymore and could no. give a shit what they do. I can, if you recall, I set a duvet on fire and ripped my pants. This time around. <laughs> really? Holy <Yeah>. crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that would have been an Oscar party to go to. Yeah. It was just the three of us, so yeah. Would have been very exciting. Um, Had this three of us, obviously. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I look at, I look at this guy's film, film, uh, film catalog. Yeah. And he should have won multiple Oscars. He should have gotten He's Oscars a real Leo. several times over. Yeah. yeah. He's the Leo of this He's cinematography the new. world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I love him. Sicario looks incredible. I mean, Sicario looks incredible, like, but I mean, like, all the any any one of the things that he did for the Coen brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, any, any, anything with landscapes is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But I mean, Barton Fink. Jesse James sticks out the most to me, though. Always. I, well, I think the, so, too. The, the cinematography, because the shots, there's so much space, and it's yeah. so quiet. Yeah. And just how the shots are set, the, his, the use of lighting, mm-hmm. all of that is just astoundingly beautiful. And he can do natural lighting, like in that, and then... Mm-hmm. More, I guess, artificial or neon lighting in uh, like Blade, Blade Runner. Runner so. Yeah. He's, well, that's what I liked about Sicario was the use of of, of natural lighting. I mm. thought was really spectacular in Sicario. Yeah, and, and in Prisoners as well. He yeah, can do it all, can he? Well. And yeah. he's so cute. Oh my god, he's, I want a little doll of. Him. I wish he had shot Arrival too. That's mm. the one Denis Villeneuve film that he's done recently that he mm. didn't shoot. Oh, and I guess Enemy, but he was busy. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's sad. He's got jobs the next twelve years. Do? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, his his if commitments anyone, to the Coen Brothers. I don't know. If anyone he's been doing films for them longer but. on this planet is immortal. My bet is Roger Deakins. He's immortal. That's he's my bet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus my Alphaville. Hmm. Hmm. What? Were you singing Forever Young? No. Uh, what is that song? It's the Queen song from from the Highlander soundtrack. American Idiot. What? What? <laughs> yeah. He just threw in some Green Day. Yeah. He's a weirdo. Okay. Get your Green Day out of my Queen. <laughs> <laughs> when is that coming out? That Rami Malek biopic. This year. Oh, is where it? he plays Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That's the one Brian Singer stepped down from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Because of his mom. Or- yeah, his mom. Mm. His mom. Such a mama's boy. Yeah. She like died, Brayden. <laughs> I think she's sick. Yeah, oh, really? Well, if she's, I hope she gets better. Yeah. <laughs> if she's ailing, sorry, then. sorry for the, the. Sorry, Brian. I don't mean to be snide. <laughs> I don't mean to be snide. And the rare chance I, he's listening, I'm sure he'll forgive us. Yeah. I've gone to see all of his films. If so you're no. listening, yeah, I have two probably. Yeah, I've seen quite a few. Yeah. Usual Suspect, great film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, Roger Deakins. But yeah, so if you haven't... Tuna Can. Yeah, Tuna Can 69. You rock, man. Or it's canned, woman. Canned tuna, I think. <laughs> canned tuna, yeah. Hot can 69 tuna. T- tuna can would be good as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's better for canned tuna because just saying that you can. It's funny. Yeah. But yeah, so if you haven't seen Roger Deakins or many of his films or really know who he is, 
just look him up online and start watching his films, and you'll your I mean, mind will be blown. That's a that's a, that's binge worthy stuff. If yeah. you want to binge on something, go just look up Roger, Roger Deakins', Deakins. catalog mm-hmm. and just watch everything that he's done. Yeah, I mean, nice variety too. There's a few films that are not super awesome, lesser, but his stinker films are still well better than most most of every yeah. other most of the other crap out there. I mean, I again looking at this and, and realizing what he's done. I, it's an absolute Rains crime. <laughs> He's, it's an absolute crime. He hasn't gotten more Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What the what the <laughs> fuck is going on with the Oscars? <laughs> Heads up, asses. Come on. Yeah. Seriously, this is this is why I'm not you know an Oscar I'm not head. big on big on the Oscars anymore. Uh, You're not Oscar. Oscar. Uh, sorry, I was gonna make another joke. About what? Oscar Wilde. Oscar. I, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was going to say Redenbacher, but... Brayden wins. That was so funny, Brayden. Oh, I love that. I'll edit that out. Oscar Wilde. Don't edit out his <laughs> well, joke. I'm not going to. Of course I'm not. It was too good. Ugh. I'd be so upset. I I'm really like puns. I won't. <laughs> I guess it's more of a double on... Well, whatever. Call you, call you know I'll never edit anything out of the show. Yeah, I freaking do know that, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um... Yeah, so that's good question. Good question. What exactly was the question again, Roger um, Deakins? What are, our, what, are, what are our favorites of his? Oh. We basically came to a consensus well, here about Blade Runner and Jesse James, yeah. and, and then a few <laughs> other ones. I yeah. mean, all all of them. I mean, it's, all I, of them. Is I the honestly, answer. I really, I gotta say, Thunderheart for me as well because I that. really I'll love that, that film. Val Kilmer is spectacular in it. It's yeah. a really like really good film. Hmm. Uh, but is I mean, it better God, than The Doors? Barton Fink. Fargo, how do, you, how do you not look at his catalog and say, I, I mean, I, I'm having a hard time picking a favorite. Mm. We can I mean, tell. I'll, I'll have to go. Brain's I'll, really being the Chloe today, well, honestly. I'll, I'll have to go with the, the group consensus, Blade Runner 2049 and, and Jesse James, yeah. Assassination of Jesse James. You can be the tiebreaker. But, but that's like a hair better than Braveheart. a lot of the what other you say? things. Thunderheart. Thunderheart. And then Sicario would probably be Sicario, yeah. Prisoners. I mean, all that stuff is so good. Mm-hmm. Barton Fink. Barton. <laughs> the, man, the man who wasn't there. Yeah. No country. I mean, it's, I, I'm sorry. I just keep rambling. No country. Mm-hmm. True How to Train Your Dragon. I know. I just keep rambling on, but it's... He's good. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, the guy's got it. He's got he's it. Got it. I want a little doll of him. He needs more. He needs more Oscars. <laughs> a little bobble. I'd like a bobblehead. No, of him. A Roger like Deakins bobblehead. No, I would, I would totally have that in my car. I don't want the bobble. I him, want the or him going like this. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did at the Oscars. Yeah. He's kind. Of, he's nervous. You know, he's kind of like so moving around. So cute. But uh, sweet guy. Yeah. Bless his heart. He's trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, our, so our third one. So thanks, Cantuna. Um. <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry, 68. 68. I've been all wrong this whole time. 68. Now, my, 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 Henry's my, the freak now. My respect for Cantuna is shot up because the whole 69 thing just me drives too. me bonkers. Sorry. Uh, Your respect I'll for be, Henry is gone. I'll be edgy and put 69 at the yeah. end of it. Guys, I'm, yeah. really, I'm really blowing it today. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Really bad. Really? Just come on. Get your shit together, Henry. Come on. Technical stuff. That is so funny, Henry. Oh, boy. The technical stuff, I'm blown. It's just not good. 
Sorry. Sorry, Cantu and the Six Sorry. God. I'm really embarrassed. I won't, I won't sleep tonight. You should be he's, embarrassed. He's, he's red like a tomato. <laughs> good, yeah. good question there. You know, they wanted Daisy Ridley to be Laura Croft. She was, like, properly cast. She, she may be. She, she may said, be I, she would have been good said, as I can. I'm in Star Wars. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Kristen yeah. Stewart, I couldn't see as Laura no, Croft, but I could odd. easily see Daisy Ridley as yeah, Laura Croft. Yeah, me too. So, question number three. Three. So, yeah, so this one is from Jennifer from Columbus, oh, Ohio. Jennifer. Oh, like oh, the movie. Correct. I like Columbus, Ohio. Correct. Seriously, I've actually been there. I oh, like yeah. it. It's a nice, it's yeah. a nice, it's been a while since I've been there. But I've never nice. been to me, Ohio. Me I saw, I saw an MLS game there. I saw the Columbus crew play. They played. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. That was, geez, what, your first year playing or something? I saw that. Must have been. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you so, could barely even walk when I, I saw that game. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I can still barely walk. <laughs> uh, you have an excuse. You had knee surgery. Thank so. you. That's true. I've had six. Good lord. Chloe, what's, what's happened? Maybe it might just be time to give up on your knees. Nah. Get yeah. some new ones. Yeah, be like sacred deer. Just crawl around creepily on oh, the floor. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. God. Yeah, that would be awesome. There goes Chloe again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so you're coming in Joe Van Gogh. Yeah. Oh, Crawling down the sidewalk. Yeah, perfect. Uh, good, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Okay. So, yeah, Jennifer says, hello, Henry, Chloe, and Brayden. Hello. Oh, I got second. Yeah, you're moving up. Wow. Brayden, you have one It's only a matter of time before I go to, you know. True. So, I recently <laughs> saw an article that discussed the idea of whether or not Hollywood audiences, quote-unquote, need, need there to be film stars anymore. While mm-hmm. there are certainly people nowadays that typically draw in audiences more than others... There's still plenty of high-grossing actors who have certain films come out that almost that most will not mm-hmm. pay attention to, despite them having that quote-unquote star status. It's true. Is the idea of a film star gone, or do you think it's still even relevant or necessary to Hollywood surviving? Always have a fun time listening to y'all's banter. Thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer from Columbus, Ohio. Thank you, Columbus. Jennifer. What if she's seen Columbus? Uh, I she hope so. Sh- she should. Yeah. That that was not Columbus, Ohio, though. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> it was Indiana. Same difference, honestly. It's all in the middle there. Big difference. <laughs> Big difference. It matters to them. We won't get into geographical uh, here. But Plus, if you go to Columbus, Ohio, looking for modernist architecture... I'll be lost. I'll be disappointed yeah, you, sorely. You go, what the hell? Yeah, Our probably. Columbus architecture... Should have listened to Braden. <laughs> given Ohio. What there the we hell go. is this? Yeah. I uh, I do like Columbus, Ohio. It's a cool little Ohio University. Series. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, film stars, me. are they absolutely necessary? No, I think no. we've proved the, you know, the Beast of the Southern Wilds, right? Yes. They had a guy who was a baker who came in and mm-hmm. did a spectacular job. Convention A. Wallace never acted before, did a Amazing. spectacular job. Uh, the boat, the mother, for an Oscar. the mother and the daughter, in Florida, Florida project. project. Right. No acting experience. That being said, although no, she did. The girl did. I, really? Little girl. The yeah. little girl. 
Not the mother, though. Yeah. Not the mother. The mother they found on Craigslist or something. Yeah. Instagram for the 12th time. <laughs> Whatever. I don't... Social media. I don't do it. I'm not on it. I don't okay. care. Oops, sorry. Um, but, uh, that being said... Well, I mean, it's. I think it's more the idea of... Does there need to be film stars to keep people going to the theater? Like, yes. Like someone like a yes. Tom like Cruise me. character. Yes. Yeah. Or Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. There we are. You know? Absolutely. I think there I mean, does. It's 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 name. People still like name brand stuff. It's name brand draw. But the right. point is, these people get to this position because they do put in the time. They do have some talent. They do put in put in the effort to 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 actually be good at their craft. Uh, yeah. Some people are noticeably noticeably better than others, but but um, agreed. They're playing to demographics, or not demographics, but like people who. Yeah, demographics in a sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's the Transformers movies are obviously going to be a very specific demographic. Yeah. Goes to see those. So, yeah, I mean, they do have stars that appeal to certain demographics. Yeah. That was the news. We got there, guys. Because Transformers, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf is making a movie about Shia LaBeouf starring... Oh, right. Shia LaBeouf. No, Lucas Hedges. <laughs> Shia, no, Shia LaBeouf is playing his dad. In yeah, the movie and then himself. Lucas Hedges is playing Shia LaBeouf. Lucas Hedges is the guy who was in Lady Bird and Three Billboards. I'm all very confused. <laughs> so, so Shia so LaBeouf is doing a film about himself, and he's playing his father, and Lucas yeah. Hedges is playing yes. him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was the news. I'm so glad we got there. That's too meta. Honestly, yeah. well, I can't. I, the disaster artist was enough meta. Birdman yeah. <laughs> was 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 enough meta. That's true. Birdman's then, dope. Yeah, Birdman's an amazing film. Yeah, love it. Ina Ritu, awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. But two thumbs up from Birdman. Two thumbs up. <laughs> up. I give more thumbs, but I only have the two hands. Yeah. So. Uh, what? But no, I think <laughs> I think stars. It is important to have them in the film. Name brand recognition. They, they're good. They're good. Generally good at their craft. Yeah, they got yeah. there somehow. Yeah, they I mean, got I'll, there somehow. I'll agree. There is a need for them, but also it is kind of like <clears throat> in terms of what he said or her. Excuse me. She. She. She said. <laughs> what are? Don't said. assign gender identities <laughs> just based on names. Sorry. Haven't you heard the Johnny Cash song "Boy Named Sue"? Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. That was another. So well. Anyway. It was really cute. This little kid at preschool was singing low. He was singing. He was singing about Yoda, and because he was playing with Star Wars mm-hmm. things. And I was like, "This sounds so like. Why is this kid like? Oh, why was is he this... playing? Was it the Weird Al song? No, he was singing Yoda, but to Lola. So yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the Weird Al song. Oh, is it? Yeah. I had no idea. It makes so much more sense now. I thought he just took it out of the blue. Yeah, it's the old Nola song. Well, less cute now. Thanks, Brandon. Into a swamp I had no clue. It was really cute because I got I had I got sent to the principal's office for saying that in kindergarten. So I was like, Oh my god, so cute! But now you've ruined Rebel. it for me. Rebel. So thank you. Anyhow, so <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say I mean in terms of like, but there are definitely even people who I guess we would consider film stars will have a ton of films that will completely. Fassy. Yeah, like Michael Fassbender. Like, they're, he's had a year of films that two years. have... Two-ish Pretty years. Much. Of where, like, I feel like around the time where he had X-Men Days of Future Past and I think Macbeth come out and mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. anyone would have gone and seen anything yeah, yeah, he was yeah. in, but 
now looking, even if he hasn't done the best of films, like Snowman. the idea of a film star is like, yeah, yes, Snowman. I'm going to see whatever he's in, which I do personally. I do that. Shockingly, I do that as well. Yeah. It's James McAvoy's in but it. I, I feel I'll like, see it. But I feel like it's, it is some people who we consider to be stars, quote unquote, aren't truly. They're just yeah. recognizable. Mm-hmm. They're more of an actor than a star. Mm-hmm. And they kind of come and go between those two statuses, I guess you can say. Yeah. Where it's, I mean, so, wait, I mean, is someone like Fassbender, would you say Fassbender is a star or an actor? I think I'd say he he's goes an actor. Be, he, he's an actor. Yeah, he kind of goes in he and out. He goes in and out, but I think he's an actor. So who would you say is, is like star quality type? I'd say Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise yeah. Okay. Although, I mean, he, I guess, yeah, pretty much everything he's done. Although that's Jack Reacher sequel didn't make much money. No, that but, was pretty much a um, stinker. But then look at Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. He has, like, you know, Jesse James. He's... Uh, what he's done recently, even. Yeah. Um, like, what was he done recently? Okay. He did uh, that, that film on Netflix, War Machine, which right. was actually supposed to not be he that He did good. Fury. I, Fury, yeah. Fury, which the was The counselor was fairly him recent. Yeah, and so... It's, uh, oh, yeah, look at, the, look, look at the counselor. It's like this huge cast. cast. No one went to see yeah. it. Yeah. I saw and it. I feel like even if they had gotten really good reviews... Still no one would have seen it. I, I don't think people would have. Too, too convoluted, too strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say even too with off-putting. directors like Ridley Scott. Yeah, like, Cameron yeah. Diaz is a star who can sometimes be an actor, but basically is a star, I yeah, think. Yeah. I think she retired. She just recently said, I'm going to be done with acting for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways, but I think even with directors, it's like that. Because look, at, yes, look yeah. at Ridley Scott. Because he had The Martian, which made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Counselor didn't make much. Exodus, Scots and Kings didn't make much. Yeah. Even Alien Covenant. Didn't it? Didn't do and all and all the office. all the money in the world also didn't make much didn't money. Make much and money. so it's like he kind of goes between this like <laughs> quote unquote auteur yeah. filmmaker and then another film he does comes out nobody cares at all. Yeah. It seems weird. Yeah, but I guess someone like Spielberg is always yeah front always center, front but, center right. I say even directors have that. Yeah, it is variable s- though. Star know? status between just. And a lot of mine are based on, like, if I think that they have the person that's good taste in it. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. I I have disliked maybe two of his... I can think of two movies that he's made that I've disliked. Mm-hmm. Out of Persia? everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe talk about that one. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Even that for what it was, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen it since it came out. I don't, I don't hate it. It was a long movie, time but ago. I don't hate obviously, it. Obviously, but... I it's, haven't it's, seen it's, it. It's somewhat Assassin's creed yeah. yeah, I would assume that it's not something that I'd, I'd really <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. But, but I mean, most of the films that he's done are quite good. But I wouldn't. I don't think he's a star. I wouldn't say either. He's I feel like absolutely a of, not a star. He's an actor. Know. He's a very good actor. I don't think he's a star. I mean, because he's never in blockbusters that and not, none of his films really right. make much money. That's true. Oh, I love. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I yeah. wish they should. But. I guess that's true. Well, that's yeah, which is a shame. Is you know, he was in Stronger, which was nominated for a few Oscars. Yeah. Did absolutely. Fuck all at the box office. Yeah. But then, and then also, I mean, you can look at someone like Jennifer Lawrence. She had, like, X-Men and The Hunger Games. Those were, like, crazy high-grossing. Yeah. Right. Then Mother, Red Sparrow, and then I think another one didn't make much those money are, at yeah, all. Yeah, those are done. And so it's like, even if you apparently love... It shows her, the attention span of right. society. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, she... she like, it's, well, it's, it's... If it's, it's not a franchise, oh, well... You're, your star and actor, I think you were saying this before, your star and actor status sort of waxes and wanes depending yeah. on what films you do at a given time. And she, yeah. it seems like people will do a few films which are strictly like, oh, <clears throat> got to pay some bills, mm. need to pay my mortgage, mm-hmm. uh, I need a new car, you know. And so they'll do and do 
uh, do my X-Men film. And then, oddly enough, even though they're doing crap films, their status goes up because these are films that have a broader demographic. These are like the big summer blockbusters. And then they'll do go do something like, they'll, they'll do films that they take a chance. Mm. Right. Like Jennifer Lawrence's doing Mother. Um, then you have sort of a weird middle ground. You've, you've got, <laughs> well, no, I, I, I was just thinking, I mean, what, what, what would you say about the stuff that she did for David O. Russell, right? Yeah, she that is Joy, a weird middle ground. And she did American Hustle and she did Silver Linings Playbook. Well, and those are recognizable films. Critically, they did well. But at the box office, they did well. American Hustle actually made a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is those did those did well all around, critically, uh, financially. Um, but uh, and that was sort of at the peak, I would say, at the absolute apex of her of her stardom. You no, know, she got an Oscar. Yeah, and she tripped getting it because she's, you know, eats pizza. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but uh, and then also well, I was just gonna, I don't t- hate her I'm sorry I dislike her Tom Hardy is an interesting one that is because mm-hmm. he's in one. Fury Road which made a good bit of money for a blockbuster but he's a, he's an actor but he's not he's not a star then he was in Dark Knight Rises as well yeah and but so that's the closest he's, he's much... come to stardom but because he was the, the villain he wasn't the star he wasn't he wasn't Christian Bale Christian Bale for a time was a star Christian yeah. Bale I would say at this Correct. point yeah. is back to actor yeah mm-hmm. Same, yeah. Um, what about Tom Hanks? Uh, star, he's yeah, star. star. He's a star. He's just, he's just yeah. a flat-out star. He's been yeah. around so long and does, does so much big crap yeah. that he's just... What about doesn't... Harrison Ford? Star. star. Yeah. I love Harrison Ford, though. <laughs> what about... I mean, no, I'd say Johnny Depp had a long stretch oh, where he was a star. star. Yeah, for That's, sure. Yeah, I'd say he's still uh, technically a star. With, like, if... With uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and then that Alice in Wonderland, if... Yeah. No matter what had come out during that time, people would have seen that. Absolutely. Yeah. No matter I think, what. I think it's but now, probably... nobody the, really cares. So. What, what is your body of work? How much stuff do you put out there? And that's the thing is we were ta- discussing actors who have been, you know, Harrison Ford, Tom Hanks, Johnny Depp, even though he's still relatively young, has been around for a while, put out a shitload of work, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to Tom Hardy, right, who's not nearly as well-known. Michael Fassbender, who's not nearly as well-known. Ryan Reynolds is a good one. Mm-hmm. But the thing that become a star. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are stars yeah. for sure. Yeah, Dead, I mean, De- sure. Deadpool made him a star. I don't think. I well, think yeah, being that. married to Blake Lively. Yeah, TBH. But also, True, but I think that was a couple because she's not an act. You know, she is, but yeah. she's not. You know. Although an interesting one is Leonardo DiCaprio, because he's kind of both. He was a because, star for a while. I think right after yeah. Gilbert Grape, he was a star, and then Titanic, Titanic obviously a huge course. star, and then he just sort of dropped off the face yeah. of the earth. Because look at even The Revenant yeah. made hundreds of millions. Yeah. I was really expecting that to flop. He doesn't play that game, Henry. Everyone knows he's well, a good actor and makes good stuff. Oh, I know, but, but he's and not. It's rare, the... And it's rare, like Wolf of Wall Street made a ton well, of Well, I would say for, for a while, he was, he was an actor. He did Departed, he did uh, Shutter Island, <laughs> he did some of the other things, right? And so he was he was well known, but he wasn't star. I would say he's sort of back to being star. I, I think he's after both. Revenant, it's also what you after choose. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I think it's a decision made. And then you also have to take in cap well, see, that's a th- into th- account the other type of media and stuff. That's like the that. funny thing about it is I mean, it seems like the better films the the better the quality of film that you do, the less likely it's gonna make you a star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm just thinking Best again life. about Michael Fassbender. One of the earliest earlier films that he did was the guy for uh, one of the films for. Uh, 
oh, geez, who's the guy who did 12 Year Steve McQueen? Yeah. Right, Hunger. Well, his, Hunger. Fir- his first big film was Hunger. Yeah. Which was a remarkable film, yeah, but nobody, I don't think anybody saw it. Well, the, it, that, made him, that, it made him famous, though. Yeah. He got, I mean, I think he won some awards and stuff yeah. for it. So. Yeah, but not, he didn't win the Oscar, which is sort of the benchmark. He didn't make it of, to America yet. Yeah. America. But then well, I they think, say breaking it. No, what they say? I think it's breaking America. Well, I think being, being an X-Men, that's what did it. That's what did it, yeah. And then he got, absolutely. he was in, like, he could be an indie ones like Shame and 12 Years a Slave, get right. that Oscar, quote-unquote. Right. And I mean, the stuff too. that he's done with Steve McQueen is just amazing. Yeah, but it's then... It's rec- hard to watch. It is painful to yeah, watch. Yeah, but he's had he's had a rough year Had some does. Yeah. Like, Trespass Against Us, Snowman. Assassin's Creed, Snowman. He's been too busy being in love. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> fair. You know, maybe he's just... I mean, if I oh was god, we didn't even mention the light between that. oceans. Kill. Well, I, well, I think that's. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I didn't love that movie. The worst movie. Worst. Why is it just terrible? Why is it terrible? Terrible direction. The direction the I've direction? never seen. I've never. Yes, I've never seen such influentially terrible direction in my life. I like the direction. Though. Oh god, did just you, terrible. Did you like Place Beyond the Pines? Yeah. A black uh, Blue Valentine. I like Place Beyond the Pines. Blue Valentine's not my favorite, but I liked it enough. Was Fassbender in Place Beyond the Pines? No, no the director. director. The oh, the director. Okay. Yeah. I was getting he had confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean. Oh, Bradley Cooper's a good one. Yeah. A star. That's another one. He's a star. He's he not. goes from. Hmm. Well, he goes from star to actor to star to. You know. I, think, I think he drops. I mean, because he's. He hasn't even really done anything. He was, he was an American sniper, which made insane money. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he's been in. I can't. What has he even been in recently? Like. I don't know. But, um... I'm trying to remember what he's been in. I, I honestly can't think of anything that he's, yeah. he's been in. Um, but what about, like, uh... Trying to think of any, anyone else that would be interesting. Um, well, Daniel Day-Lewis has a draw, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um... You mean uh, Daniel Radcliffe's an interesting one. I feel like he, yeah, he's kind of, like, gotten that... He was borderline he's star when he was doing Harry Potter. He definitely has the status, but I think he wants decidedly is an actor. <laughs> yeah, which is good. He's Emma well, Watson Robert, too. Robert Pattinson, right? He's yeah. doing Twilight. He was a star. Now he's actor. Yeah. What about? I think Ryan Gosling has a bit of a pull. He's too. both. He's yeah. kind of both. He, I mean, he, he has, wins every time. Besides Blade Runner, he hasn't had any film make a ton of money but it's always solid. well he was good like, in, in Blade Runner he was outstanding in Drive he has had movies make money no I mean make money but not like he's not really ever in blockbusters aside from Blade Runner no. La La Land uh, oh yeah that that's the one I guess those two are the big ones and so yeah. that's kind of what's helped him but I mean but, he's done he's done some other films that have generated that that thing that he did with uh, Steve Carell did okay yeah I was thinking office. about that too Crazy Stupid Love yeah, oh it. right yeah Oh, yeah, and then fair. there's the one that everybody, what is it, the notebook? Yeah. That everybody, oh, Ryan Gosling. New Titanic. Zabs, zabs, oh. What? Isn't that what everybody no. else bananas about the notebook for? How dare you? Ryan Gosling shirt. No. His, False. His no. Washboard. It's his passion, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about His uh, passion for crunches. <laughs> Whatever. What about Daniel Craig? Oh, no, he's an actor. Actor. Mm. Especially when he married Rachel Weisz. <laughs> he he but, he's one of those guys that I think sort of up and down. Because not not Logan Lucky didn't make much money. Logan Lucky didn't make much money. <laughs> he's going to quote it. I mean, he's, it's, he's one of those guys that will do good films because he loves he loves yeah. the film. He loves acting, and then there are films. And he wants to pull his fingers nails off before 
making another James Bond. So there you go. Well, he said that in an interview. So I'm not do another. I know, but in an interview, he that, said oh, Danny Boyle. That's one, one thing we kind of talked about. Danny Boyle. Yes, the new James new Bond James is Bond. Danny Boyle. Really? Bo- yeah. I'm so in. I'm so in. I'm so in. Yeah. Yeah, so he did Steve Jobs. I'm recently. here for it. Known for train, train spotting yeah. and uh, T two, <laughs> the beach, the remake of the beach. Judgment Day, great film. <laughs> huh? I was making a joke. Jud- oh. Judgment Day, Terminator two, T two, T two. Um. Anyways, um. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely in for that. Anyway, I think they're a lot less important now. But then also, I would agree. Then also, Dragon Tattoo. He was in right around the time he did the Bond films, and that didn't make a ton of money. No. Anyway, but yeah, interesting, interesting discussions. You used to have. You were attached to us, directors and actors, as a lot of people know, were attached to studios in particular. Um, like That's true, They were yeah. formed to be, and like, they decided, the studios decided who you dated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they were much more, it used to be much more formulaic, less open to Well, I mean, it used to be, now. yeah, I mean, it used to be the, the, the stars were, what well, we were talking about, sort of the golden age of the yeah. silver screen like, kind like, of thing. Like uh, Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe, yeah. those are stars, really. Yeah. Those so, are well yeah, again. Cary Grant. The, I yeah. think the more removed in time you are from them, the more their stature goes up. But Maybe like you were saying, Elizabeth, there were also a lot less of them. Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, oh, that's true. There were a lot less a lot of them, less. and they were definitely in a certain number of movies a year. But well, that's they were that's the like, thing is, um, I mean, it was sort of like a stable. Warner Brothers had yeah. this stable of stars and starlets, yeah, and exactly. they put them into into like everything that they did that year. Yeah, and it was they were they were a product. Yeah, and now I think actors have more leeway in terms of what what roles they choose to mm-hmm. take, mm-hmm. and so definitely it's they're not they, they they may work regularly with a specific director, but yeah, they won't do everything it's that the choice. director does, and yeah. they choose to be they choose to work with that director because they like working with that yeah. director, like Leo and Scorsese, right? Yes, the dream team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I was just thinking. I mean, David Russell and everyone. Well, Tom Hanks and Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and you've got some of these other things, but um, some of these other pairings. Mark uh, Rylance and Spielberg recently. Yeah, yeah that's true, because he was in Bridge of Spies. He was in, yeah. Um, De Niro. He did, he did uh, BFG. He's, yeah. in, he's in Ready Player One. He's, is he? Yeah. Really? Okay. And he's going to be in his next one as well, I think. And he was uh, he was in, uh, no, he wasn't in The Post. No, he's oh, not. That's no. right. He's okay. a trash He's <laughs> the trash can. Trash can. Yeah. He's the trash can in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the bullpen at the Washington Post. That would yeah. be amazing. But, yeah. So it's... <laughs> Mark Ryland's trash can. Yeah. <laughs> look, for, look for it in the credits. <laughs> but, yeah, so definitely they've lost a bit of their luster, I think, in terms of what your idea of a, a star is. But Yeah. yeah. I think well, it, still, it, some, still a few out there. The, well, that's the interesting thing about it is, is you, these people have to stand on their own merits now rather than this, them being sort of a package product from right. the studio and because the studio can't control them anymore yeah uh which is generally a good thing because again you you don't see just just one piece of schlock after another put out by the by studios with yeah. yeah you see yeah <laughs> whatever he did you, you <laughs> see <laughs> that's like a that's like a cowboy thing you said hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> that was an old tv show I used, to, I used to watch that hee-haw, hee-haw. Oh, really? Yeah. I used to watch Cheyenne, Cheyenne and Gunsmoke a lot. <laughs> really? No, Hee Haw was very different. It wasn't... It wasn't a, well, a, I like Cheyenne, It was an so. old drama. It was a... Hipster show. It, no, it was... Hee Haw <laughs> was like a sort of country redneck-themed I used to watch Green Acres show. a lot. 
What? Yes, I'm serious. <laughs> look, it, look it up. That sounds amazing. Look it up. <laughs> they Sorry. have like little little skits and they have musical acts. I have to watch. Lawrence Welk. <laughs> Lawrence Welk. <laughs> what the hell? Yes, that's what I meant. Anyways. You didn't know I was a secret old person, did you? Yeah, you knew. I know. Everybody knows. Low sodium salt. <laughs> Sorry, I was holding that one back for a while. <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting silly. This is getting silly now. But back to Jennifer's question. What is... That's, we're that done with it. Thank you, Jennifer. We answered if, it. If film stars hold. matter. They yeah, absolutely do. I think they do. They just don't less, matter as not much. Not as much. Not as much, yeah. And that's generally a good thing because it gives them more leeway to actually do good films. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, so. or maybe I've got that back. Maybe because they actually choose to do good films, they don't have as much sway. They don't have as much pull at the box office. Because, you know, like Fassbender putting out Hunger, people don't go see that. Yeah. They don't go, oh, that Fassbender, he's such a remarkable actor, i got to go see him. They go, Fassbender, X-Men, Magneto, cool. Yeah. You def- know, definitely. but. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so thanks for the emails, y'all. Really appreciate that it. That was it? Yeah, I said we had three. That was three. That was more than we usually have. This was a good week. Oh, sorry. First <laughs> so, guy. Tom? Tim. Tim. Shoot. Tim. <laughs> and Ken. Sorry. Ken Tuna 68. <laughs> Not 69. Not 69. Um, I remember Ken Tuna. Yeah, but... All right, so I guess we have to move on to our picks, picks of the week. Uh, so now, uh, actually, so I was telling Chloe, similar to last week, I actually have a... Plath- plethora Boatload. of stuff to talk oh, about. Oh, good God. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but, but I need to get my charger, so if y'all want to start off, it's right over here, but I'm just going to... Chloe? Okay, I'm watching a lot of TV shows because, you know, they're easy to watch. Okay. And lots of chuckles. AP Bio, the new show, the, like, yeah. one Michael Seth Meyer show, and then Michael Schumacher. Hilarious. I laughed out loud more than... Yeah, it's so really? funny. Really? Yes. Because so I don't funny. know anything. I didn't realize that was Lauren Michaels and you said Seth Meyers? Yeah. Okay. So f- helmed. Not, he's not in it. It's yeah, Glenn Howard. It. It's, it's just they created it. Yeah. Maybe write it? Does he write yeah. it at all? Some of, I don't know. Huh. I'm sure he's in the room. Because I haven't, I haven't heard It's Patton Oswalt, Glenn Howerton, and like a handful of, you know, random comedians. But it's so funny. Randos. If you like... If you if you're like me and you enjoy Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but you can only watch like one episode and then you like need to take a shower and like do some good for the world because it's so upsetting, then this show is perfect because you can just like watch them all. But it's still in that vein. It's so funny. And then what else did I watch? I watched a show called Game Face on Hulu, which is like a British thing. Mm. If you like my British recommendations, you should watch that. And then what was the other one? Oh, yeah. I don't know how. Yes, I do. Okay, so I do that thing where, like, if I'm really wanting to, if I'm, like, very excited about something, I, like, save it, you know? And then it gets deleted off your DVR, so you really shouldn't do that is the lesson. But anyway, I've been watching Ghosted with Adam Scott. Oh, yeah. So cute. Yes. Big fan. I don't laugh as much as I do with AP Bio, but, like, it's very enjoyable. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. The girl from 21 Jump Street's in it. Just kidding. 22 Jump Street. Not Brie Larson. 22 Jump Street. Good. And also like Marvel. And Felicity <laughs> Huffman's in it. Okay. Okay. It's 
it's they're both very they're all very good shows. I I, I don't doubt that. They're com they're sitcoms. Enjoyable. I like, I sitcoms. Yeah. I don't I don't know that much about them. Well, this is Chloe's sitcom corner. Okay. That'd be a good podcast name. Thank you. I'll go start <laughs> it. I'll steal all your equipment. We'll have a little we'll have a little jingle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so well, Brandon. It'll you... be that like but but. Would you go or do you want me to go? I'll go ahead and go. I don't have a whole heck of a lot. I've mostly just been keeping up with the shows that I've been watching: Ash versus Evil Dead, Marvel's Agents of Shield. You know, my little guilty shows, and then uh, I thought I swear to God, I thought you were gonna say My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> my Little Pony. I'm a brody, yo. <laughs> I was about to be shocked. So, a, a boy, I think I've told you this, but a boy in my art class in high school used to draw my friends and me as those. Yeah. As a, as a joke, or was he that's an ter- actual brony? That's terrible. Yeah, he was a brony, but I think it was to be nice. Well, I that mean. That sounds like something Tim Burton would do. I'm obsessed with Tim Burton. Like a weird Tim Burton, though. <laughs> well, Because anyway. Tim Burton isn't weird enough. No. They he- were very good drawings. Okay. Of Shout out. up on your fridge. What was the guy's name? No. Shout out. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> to, to Brony guy. His name's Brony, Noah. Brony art guy. Noah the Brony art guy. Yeah. yeah. Skin Boy's named Noah, too. Shout out to Skin Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call him that. He's so cute. Brony and Skin Boy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It, it sounds like a show you would watch, Brayden. Yeah, absolutely. I probably would watch that, yeah. <laughs> Brony and Skin Boy. Uh, but yeah, I've been watching those. The blacklist. I still like the blacklist. Apparently, it's dropping in the ratings massively. It might get canceled, but my dad is very upset because I think the blacklist is for old people. It's not for old people. <laughs> no, and I don't know. I've had well, like Jag it. is for old people. It's like subliminal messaging, though, because someone always makes jokes about the blacklist being for old people. I don't know who it is. Part of me thinks it's Billy Eichner, but part of me thinks it's not Billy Eichner. But somebody has made me think that the blacklist is for old people, and now I just think people. it. Well, now I just, it's a permanent thought, and it really okay. upsets my dad. Uh, hmm. And I've been watching American Crime Story Assassination of John. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to see that, too. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I've heard. Uh, it, you know Zac Efron's playing, speaking of murderers, creepy murderers, he's playing Ted Bundy? Yeah, I heard that. The heck? Very odd. I heard that. It's a shame. Mm. <laughs> I mean, weren't we just discussing this last yeah. week? Apparently, uh, Zach Efron, depictions of Zac Efron made it known that this movie does not glorify what he did. But that seems hard for me to believe. Yeah. But here we go. Hey, there's the mail guy. Yeah. This is the mailman. Hey, man. Hello, mail guy. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, Cantuna, is that you? Cantuna. <laughs> Katie. Just in time. Katie, yeah. yeah. All right, so well, I oh, oh. I'm just gonna stretch my. He has another one. Go, I got one more, an actual film. I was trying to remember there there was something else that I think I watched, but no, never mind. Right. Um, uh, oh, Jessica Jones. I'm still mm. watching that. Uh, I saw Thoroughbreds. Oh, Charlie saw that before yeah. it wasn't there. I wanted to see it so badly. Uh, yeah, well, I was fortunate enough that I've been at the theater so much lately that that I just you got to see it before it broke. No, I got to see it after it was fixed. I didn't even know it came back. It's not there anymore. We It only played for one... It played for two nights. It played Friday. The projector broke Saturday. Yeah. The part wasn't replaced until Wednesday, and so it was back up the following Thursday. Yeah. And so that Thursday afternoon, I watched it. Uh, it was good. I liked it. It was very strange. Yeah. Uh, it was very off-putting. Charlie um, probably liked it. He gave it a three and a half. 
Yeah, that sounds about That's, right. I might I might give it a four. Yeah. Uh, the performances I really liked a lot. Anton Yelchin was, was pretty good. It's, <sighs> yeah, I'm sad too. This mm-hmm. was the last film. Yeah. Um, uh, but I really liked the performances, um, <clears throat> and I thought the cinematography was astounding. It was like almost all, my friend Daniel saw it, and he probably would have given it like a three and a half too, because they didn't like the last act. Hmm. But it's, he said it's like all filmed in like the mansion, like a mansion, right? Yeah, Basically, pretty much. I mean, it goes outside of that a little bit, but most most of the important stuff takes place in this very lavish sort of mm-hmm. huge country mansion house thing. Hmm. Um, very strange though. Very off putting. Very very much a, a, a look at, at sociopathy. Yeah, I don't think I would like it. Honestly, it's, I was going to see it with my friend Connor because he that those are basically his spirit animals. Those two girls, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think I will use my Connor. Daniel knew exactly what I was talking about when I said that. Connor's a freak. But mm. anyway, I don't think I would like it. I think I'd be too upset. Quite possibly. It's it's pretty p- disturbing film. Yeah. Uh, mm. Because you've got these two, you know, very pretty young women who are just totally inhuman. Just completely out of touch with. Mm. Um, you know, I, I do I, I w- want to watch that at some point. For Me sure. too. It's but I thought that the acting was good. I thought the the script was good because it was very, uh, very terse, very Spartan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was strange <laughs> and unsettling. And I mean that's that's in part why I'm still trying to figure out why I liked it so much. But I think also one of the reasons why I did like it so much. Because mm-hmm. you can't figure it out. Because I can't figure it out. It's, yeah. it's a bit of an enigma. It's just, it's exactly why he loves um, Assassin's Creed so much. <laughs> right? Exact reason. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, what does this movie mean? <laughs> but, anyways. Alright. Well, Get ready for Henry's list. Oh, yeah, okay. so you can sit back for 20 or 30 minutes. Just uh, <laughs> He said that last time it was like three minutes. It'll be fine. It's not like me well, saying he's it. Being, he's speaking hyperbolic. If I say it, it's an hour. Okay. <laughs> if I say Fair 20 enough. You say twenty minutes, it's an hour. Yeah. Henry says thirty minutes, it's three. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've I don't really haven't had more free time than usual. I think I've just kind of been maybe staying up later or something, and just kind of trying to fit in movies that I've been wanting to watch or I feel like I should watch. And luckily, it's all been kind of paying off, which has been nice. Um, but so first off, I watched East of Eden. Best movie ever. Great uh, book as well. Uh, starring James Dean. And directed by Elia Kazan, who also did On the Waterfront and Streetcar Named Desire. Who wrote East of Eden? Was that Steinbeck? James, John Steinbeck, John yeah. Steinbeck, okay. He's like my favorite American author. Yeah, he's, he's a good one. I honestly one. haven't read anything by him. Grapes of the Wrath. The Pearl of Mice and Men. Grapes yeah, of I know of Wrath. Mice and Men, Grapes of Wrath, yeah. yeah he's he's <laughs> quite a guy. But anyways, I, like, I couldn't believe how good this movie was. Of course. Like, well, I mean... Sure, I mean, I love James Dean. He's, like, the coolest guy ever. But, like, I, I could not believe, like, how completely immersed I was in this movie. Like, everyone is amazing. Especially, like, James Dean is unreal and how good he is in this. And, like, it's it's the, the dialogue is incredible. Like, the script is amazing. It's so well-directed, all the moments. And, Brian, you were kind of early on in the podcast, not this show, but just in general... You're saying how you kind of had trouble watching a lot of classic movies because of the oh yeah they're very yeah they're <laughs> the, very slow. Forgot the about that. The sort of drag. <laughs> well, I mean, or I mean the um, in terms of actors giving performances, over they're like the super over yeah. the top. You know, this like Elias and one skill he has is like 
getting really natural or getting really natural contemporary performances. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is incredible. Every moment of like emotion feels completely genuine Warranted, yeah. and earnest. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I was, it's great. I was blown Have away. Have you seen it? No, I should watch it. It's my, it's my favorite of his movies. I should watch that. I mean, there there are a few films that I know I absolutely should watch older films. Uh, East of Eden and On the Waterfront being better. Yeah, On the Waterfront's good. Um, Two great American authors. Yeah. Here we go. There you go. I Uh, saw his house. Really? Yeah, on my trip. Cool. Looking for ghosts, but he wasn't there. Shame. I know. Um, And then I just... It's like I look for Paul Newman's ghost every time I go to the um, Speedway here. Because mm-hmm. you know he owned it. Oh, really? I say Paul Newman. <laughs> if you're here, I'm probably your biggest fan. Every time I go, just in case. Might as well. Speedway? What Speedway? The Okanichi Speedway. Yeah, there's an old Speedway. Brayden! <laughs> you and Marco. Marco knows nothing about Hillsborough either. We'll have to do a little tour sometime. Okay. L- live. Live. live yes, tour. live tour. Um, anyways, then I just... Night before last, I watched uh, Sabrina, the original. The movie or the TV show? Movie with Audrey Hepburn. I like the TV show with most of John Hart better. Um, and They're like, redoing that, you know. One Netflix thing, totally different. Yeah, it's I not know, really I know, even redoing it. They're doing a version from the comic book. Yeah, they're doing Sabrina. It's Sabrina, Sabrina the, the Teenage Witch. Character. If I've never recommended Sabrina the Teenage Witch, it's all on Amazon, and it's the best show you'll ever watch in your life. Um, anyhow, <laughs> so... Uh, one thing, we were talking about Roger Deakins and people not really knowing who he is. Why is no one ever talking about Billy Wilder? Like, his film, his he's Double Indemnity, yeah. uh, Sunset Boulevard, Some Like It Hot, Sabrina, um, Witness for the Prosecution, um, Seven Year Itch. Like, he has so many amazing movies. I feel like he never really gets mentioned. Anyways, this was kind of not as good as East of Eden, but I was, like, fully in for Sabrina? this movie. Yeah. Not Audrey Hepburn. Favorite. Like, in... In terms of like classic stars, like she's that kind of classic idea of a star. Yeah. yeah. Um, like every, like whenever like they're the close up, you're just like completely like immersed in what she's doing. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's the best actress, but well, I love her as a person. So inspirational. Really? I mean, well, I haven't seen well, her in I, a lot, but I thought she was really good in Lion in Winter. But she's she and I thought she was really good in this, but um, matter but, of taste, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just, it's so like endlessly charming as constantly switching up your expectations and, um... Oh, look. she, sorry, she was in The Children's Hour, I think, with Shirley MacLaine. That's an amazing movie. I haven't seen that one yet. Mm. Um, you should watch yeah. that. That was way before its time. Mm. You should watch it. Yeah, but definitely one of my favorite Billy Wilder movies now. Um, great. Uh, then I also, I rewatched just because uh, my manager, Charlie, was talking about it. I My best friend? Yeah, Holly's best friend. Um, I rewatched Gummo. Oh, oh yeah. the Harmony Corinne. Yeah. yeah, and so Harmony Corinne is another fil- filmmaker who kind of is of definitely pr- very specific taste. Yeah, um, pretty mildly. Um, he's his films are very avant garde for the most part. Um, he most recently did Spring Breakers, and he has a new film coming out with Matthew McConaughey actually, which I'm, I'm and it has the girl from the Florida Project, the mom. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, beach yeah, movie. Beach yeah. movie, yeah. Basically, yeah. I'm so down for that. Anyway, so this movie was his directorial debut. Um, it's incredibly, uh, I'll just say, unique. I, I I like the movie, but it's very hard to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of. I always think of Thirty Rock, Tracy Morgan. His movie was it? called Hard to Watch. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar bait movie was called Hard to Watch. Um, 
but it's like most for the most part pretty much all non-actors and so all the people that you're seeing really are real people in real settings and it's shot in this really grungy impoverished um, kind of neighborhood Ohio yeah, I was going to say, isn't it like Columbus. Ohio or Indiana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it's set like after a tornado or hurricane. Yeah. After a tornado. Yeah, and so it's, it's very, thing is, it's so strange in his style because sometimes things will be really disturbing and then the next scene is like incredibly funny. Um, like there'll be scenes of like dead animals and then you'll have this really funny scene that's um, like a kid sitting in a bathtub eating chocolate spaghetti. Yeah. Like, it's just this weird stuff that you're like... That's life. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like... And it feels complete. Everything he does feels so completely genuine. Um, hmm. But it's it's one of those filmmakers that... It's it's so hard. Like, even though I'm what I'm watching isn't always the f- most fun thing, is it, it's still so different. Like, you don't... Every scene that you watch, like, man, what's going to be next? Hmm. Like, in, especially in Gummo, you're like, what could he possibly show me next? And that's kind of, in a way interesting or and unsettling at the same time yeah um, i don't think i ever watched gummo kids was really fucked up yeah well and he just wrote that that's so i can't remember who directed it but he that was his first oh, he, work he only wrote that he didn't yeah. direct that um and then and so he is almost in a way kind of like terrence malick who his visuals are like with something with terrence malick you don't know what's going to be next and that can be interesting it's the same thing with harmony Curran. it's just his films are didn't so work with his last film which one? <laughs> song to song? Yeah. <laughs> I like I like that all, all right, but um, I, I mean I'm I'm a pretty big Terrence Malick fan, but it wasn't his best for sure. Um, but anyways, very it's hard to find. I think you can you can't really rent it on Amazon or anything, but give it a look if you're a fan of kind of avant garde stuff. Um, I need to see Spring Breakers because oh, a lot of the people at the Chelsea at the time really liked it. I, I loved it. I feel like you personally would would not like it. No, just the style. I don't think it would be uh. your. I mean, it may, may be interesting for you to see it. Um, anyways, moving on. So uh, I also watched Jabberwocky, the Terry Gilliam oh uh, film. Yeah, I watched this yesterday on, on Criterion. Uh, Silly. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah very the complete opposite of Gummo. So yeah, um, it's came two years after. Monty Python, and he's also known for Brazil. Where some other big still one of my time, He did Time Bandits. Time Bandits. Um, he did oh, my favorite, Munchausen. Yeah, he did Baron Munchausen. Right. Um, and Ethereum. he, yeah. uh, it's it was good. I at times felt like it is kind of just like a rehash. He did Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. At times, just a bit of a retread over Monty Python and the Holy Grail territory. Yeah. But for the most part, like. Some of the visual comedy in this is like just universally hilarious. Yeah. No matter what else he's done, it's. it's I, I love him. He's he's, yeah. he's 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 up there in my pantheon of filmmakers just yeah. because he did like Time Bandits. Brazil is still one of my favorite films. Yeah. Um, and he, he has his film coming out this year. The one he's been trying to get made for like fifteen years, the Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Oh. Which I Chloe did not can't. know about that. I love Don Quixote. Yeah. My um, favorite Doctor Parnassus. That's a good one. And it, oh yeah, he did um, the, but the yeah, wonder what is it called? The wonder Imaginarium. The Imaginarium. Yeah, Doctor Parnassus. Right? Uh, and it is good, but at times the pacing I think kind of hurts it. Like it, even at an hour and a half, it felt pretty long. Yeah. Um, which I think with Monty Python, you don't get that as much. Yeah. But it was still good, and the the Jabberwocky that you see at the end that is amazing, like the design and everything. Yeah. Um, and actually, kind of bringing it back to Terrence Malick, it is actually interesting. Around 2000, the year 
he they he, both he and Terry Gilliam kind of became much more like experimental with their visuals, like how they tell a story visually. Because Terrence Malick had his early films, which are much more narrative mm-hmm. driven. Then now, if you look at like Knight of Cups or um, Tree of Life, or even well, not Tree of Life, but like Song to Song, it's very. Well, near. I remember Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line. That, that was ninety nine. It's yeah, it's kind of like the, like the mix, the midpoint almost. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't avant garde, but he was much more experimental in terms of the shots and the cinematography yeah. and how he used visuals in the film rather than relying straight up on, on dialogue and, and yeah. narrative. And, and Which I, I personally like his later work more, but, um, and Terry Gilliam is kind of the same way after the brothers of Grimm, he had Dr. Parnassus, which oh, that's is right. He did brothers Grimm. That was Heath Ledger which and uh, Matt loved. Damon, right? Yes. I'm yeah. a fan. It was very odd. Not very good, but I really um, liked it. Yeah. Um, but like <laughs> Doctor Parnassus and Zero Theorem are both very visual films, yeah. so they're yeah. kind of well, similar, maybe inspired by one or the other. And so that's what I mean. Terry Gilliam, all well, his he's films, a visual artist. Yeah, he, yeah, he, for sure. All his films are very visually driven. Or I mean, even just in terms of like the editing, like what, yeah, and in, like interpretation. He takes a lot of but. chances. I mean, sometimes it's a hit or miss. Like Brazil is absolutely brilliant, um, and I mentioned that in terms of. The escapism, yeah, escape that we were talking about last week because it's you know escapism, escaping to your own mind, yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, some of his films are just a god awful mess, like Baron Munchausen. Hey, no, I like it. I like it. It's fun to watch. Hey, but it's a god awful mess. My dad used to make me watch it every time I was sick, and I didn't understand the irony until later in life. Yeah, yeah, what is it, Munchausen proxy syndrome? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that one but, was. I mean, you just admit it yourself. You like the Brothers Grimm, but it's a mess of a film. It is, yeah, yeah, right. And so, a lot of Terry yes. Gilliam's films, I think, are are brilliant in, in the chances he takes. But that doesn't mean they're they're necessarily. I they're, they're definitely, definitely they're worth brilliant. watching. Oh, though. totally. Oh, they're all worth watching. They're yeah. all fun. But I mean, he's got some really genius films too like yeah. 12 monkeys is actually yeah. quite good yeah it's a tv uh, show yeah it's a tv show i need to watch the tv show because it's supposed to be pretty the tv show is supposed to be pretty good and, hmm. um but 12 monkeys time bandits uh brazil all really really good films i haven't seen zero theorem i don't it's, know it's, 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 the it's, ending it, is very disappointing it's a lesser movie but it still mm. it has its moments for sure it yeah. does have its lucas hedges yeah shia Great. labeouf <laughs> Um, and then here, I'll, I'll just blow through the rest of these. So, I watched The Girl Without Hands, which is a French, uh, or excuse me, a, uh, no, French animated film based off of Brothers Grimm uh, tale. It's fun, fun little coincidence. Tie-in. Tie-in. Thank you. Tie-in. Um, and it's done in all watercolors, like very minimalist Ooh. watercolors. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I and I have it. the Blu-ray if y'all want to borrow it. Um, but it's it was good. It's it's dark at times, but it's still very beautiful to watch. The girl without hands is dark. <laughs> well, shocked. Um, but yet you literally see her hands being cut off. Yeah, that was my assumption. And blood and stuff. I mean, it's not like super graphic, <laughs> but it's like it's on screen. Yeah. Um, but it looks great. Um, but yeah, a cool kind of indie animated film mm-hmm. um, that just came out on Blu-ray. I don't know if it's available on streaming what is this yet. Story based on again? Brothers Grimm. Uh, Grimm fairy tale. Yeah. They yeah. Were- Actually, grim those fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I also watched another James Dean movie, Giant, mm-hmm. the western with Elizabeth Taylor. Man, you've hmm. run out. Yeah, no, why? Well, it's been a while since I've, yeah. I've seen Rebel Without that's a Cause. His whole, that's his whole Rebel, catalog, right my there. My favorite is it goes East of Eden, Giant, and then Rebel Without a Cause. Hmm. 
I mean, I I want to rewatch Rebel, but it's good. It looks incredible. Like, it's done in Technicolor. Like, the colors really pop, and Elizabeth Taylor feels very feminist, I would say. Uh Because it's about her men thinking that she can't... Run her empire. Run run her empire or or be be like a farmhand, but she kind of proves herself... Proves herself to be. Yes. Um, I was going to say one of the most oh, crap, interesting. Oh crap! I have to go. Okay. Because Chloe has to go <laughs> to work. Um, <laughs> oh, Chloe's. Bye, Chloe. Oh boy! Oh. I'll get here. I Bye, like that Chloe. I'm in the. It's fine. Just oh. keep going. I'll edit all keep that. Keep talking. Out. All that noise. He won't. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Chloe's leaving. Let's I was just say gonna bye, say Chloe. Bye, Chloe. Yeah. It's too bad she's leaving because I was going to reference something she said earlier. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh well. Oh jeez. Bye, Chloe. See ya. Thank you. But one of the most interesting reviews I read was a BBC review about Tomb Raider, where it's it said if if this is supposed to be if Laura Croft is supposed to be a feminist icon, they do a really poor job of it because she just does nothing but sort of blunder her way through the film, hmm. uh, just one mistake after another. And if she's supposed to be so intelligent and clever, why should she able to speak uh, Chinese, whichever right. dialect it is that they speak in Hong Kong? Mm-hmm. Uh, and why doesn't she? Why isn't she able to figure out these puzzles herself and all this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Chloe pointed out, though, I mean, if 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 you're supposed to be presenting feminist icons as people uh, rather than as as pure ideals that nobody can achieve, then showing Laura Croft as a fallible human who makes mistakes and, and yeah. has some shortcomings, and despite that, is still supremely confident and is able to do all these really remarkable things then showing her having these mistakes these these flaws making mm. these mistakes is perhaps more feminist than setting her up as some sort of golden goddess that yeah. is and you can, even like uh charlie's theron and fury road right she's not she's really smart and powerful but she has flaws to her yeah. she's had a kind of a damaged past but yeah right yeah i think i did read something about that the yeah Tomb Raider so it, it was an interesting it was an interesting review, but at the same time, and made some very interesting points, but at the same time, you have to wonder, is, is it necessarily, is it good to have icons um, set up that are unattainable? That yeah. people, people cannot, you know, why should I bother being being a better human if just, there's no way I can achieve that kind of level of... Right. Yeah. Anyhow... I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I know. I, I was just, I, I was I just like, thinking about that because you were mentioning, um, who was it, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor, Elizabeth Taylor in yeah. Giant, and how it yeah. has some sort of feminist subcontext. Yeah, made like it. A, definitely a trial and error. But then the last, so I watched Bird Boy, The Forgotten Children, which Brayden, I think you would really like. Um, and it is, but it is by far, and it also just came out on Blu-ray, and it's a French animated film from a few years ago. And it's by far the darkest animated film I've ever seen. Like really people, people think, like Coraline and Mary and Max are dark. Like those this aren't is, dark. Those are this. Those are like children dark. Or like, like yeah, like darkish. I yeah. guess people would say. And like, but this is like it's unrated, but it would by, by far be R-rated. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of violence. It's super nihilistic and strange and weird, but it is amazing. Like you don't feel good after watching it, but if it's just darkly beautiful and awesome um so that's very interesting again what's, what's that about it's a, it's takes place after this like apocalyptic ish event and that's on this um kind of coastal island about these like rodent-esque creatures Weird. it's just like their world and it's 
It's strange. What is this called again? Bird Boy, the Forgotten Children. Bird Boy, the Forgotten Children. Yeah, and I'll, I'll show you the Blu-ray in a second. Okay. But, um, great, cool indie film, and it may just be available on Blu-ray and DVD right now, but you may be able to find it somewhere else. Hmm. Then finally, um, or yeah, so I watched The Dark Crystal on 4K. Had never seen it before. It's a awesome film. Awesome Jim Henson. Yeah, for use of the yeah. animatronics and the puppetry is amazing. Yeah. And of course, there are some no- noticeable flaws, like the Gelflings. Some of the animation with them isn't always yeah, great. Yeah, it's a little. But I mean, the thing is, they were, the, the, uh, for the time, the puppetry. It's amazing. It's it's just just amazing. Like so, some of the scenes with so many different moving parts. And yeah, I mean, they were doing a lot of really sophisticated stuff. And the thing is, it was all puppets. They weren't. There wasn't CG. Yeah, they didn't have so it was all practical. It was all puppets, and I think a lot of the stuff they did was actually remarkably sophisticated. Yeah, it was puppets. Yeah, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I feel like it would just kind of get better and better on each viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely it's influenced a lot of people, like Tim Burton, I think, and then yeah. probably even Peter Jackson with Lord of the Rings. Uh, but yeah, really cool movie, and yeah, and it just got put out in four K and looks looks great. Uh, but I think that's about it. And if there is any more, I'll just save the next for it. I just the, remembered I watched for next week just on a whim because I saw it on uh, Netflix the other day, and I didn't even realize it was up there. Uh, Beer Fest. Oh yeah, the Broken Lizard film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally goofy, crass. I mean, it's it's an absolute throwback to all those sort of '80s films like Caddyshack and, mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other big one that I'm thinking of? Now, uh, 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 Animal House, which was '70s, but uh, Revenge of the Nerds, those kinds oh, yeah. of things, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but that's what makes it fun. It's sort of a nostalgia kick, and it's it's just a lot of fun to watch. It's, yeah. Is it is it good? No, it's just stupid and. and goofy and crass but I think that's kind of the fun part of it is it's it knows how nonsensical and dumb it is yeah it just revels in it for sure um one of the characters dies off and then they have his twin brother show up five minutes later (laughs) and they say can we just call you the same name and he goes yeah and it's like it's like you never died off (laughs) I know you know it's really funny yeah uh but I don't know. I mean, I like all those Broken Trooper things. Well, Club Dread, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. So either. I don't know if that's any. But Super Troopers, obviously. Oh yeah, is, is, yeah. Is yeah the new one coming out this year. And they've got yeah, Super which, Troopers two coming out, which probably won't be good. It's sort of weird that they have a Super Troopers two coming out, but I don't know. We'll see how it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's about it. Uh, had a lot to talk about. Um, and yeah, so next week I think we'll do Pacific Rim Uprising, but like we had mentioned, Steven Soderbergh's new film is also out, so maybe probably not both, but maybe one definitely one or the other, I think, uh, for next week and may have a guest on, who knows? Hard 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 to say. But thank you so much and uh uh yeah, Chloe's gone, but I'm sure she wishes everybody uh no, she did. Uh, and yeah, Braden, th- sorry about all the confusion, but thanks so much for. for yeah, well, in. I mean, if the roads are frozen, I'm holding you personally responsible. That's fair. That's fair. All should be normal again next week. And uh, again, we thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you later.